Alright, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for the Bakery Podcast. I am your glorious host, Aaron Baker, and we are on the now... It is about, what would you say, 5.02 on November 30th, 2019, and I gotta tell you, it's been a glorious Saturday. I'll get into that in a little bit once this episode starts rolling around, but today's episode is something that I've been wanting to do, and I just haven't had another person to do it with me, and it's a watch-along. Now, what's, what's a watch-along, everybody? It's where you take something, say a movie, and you start from zero, and you go till the end. And today, we're doing a watch-along with Money in the Bank 2011, and this is where I was one I was coming off of one year of fandom of WWE, and I'll get into that long story as we as we continue. But we are doing a watch along of Money in the Bank 2011, and like I said, I'm not alone. Today, I am here with a special guest who hasn't heard who told me today he hasn't seen this pay-per-view since it aired. Eight years ago, this is Mr. Josh Lehman. Wow, really, really, Aaron, the Brett Michaels sigh. You know, the question I have to if Brett Michaels is even watching this, he's or any, not listening, or even any member of Poison, I don't really care. Why in the hell did you put that in the recording? Wow, that led to over 5 million records sold. How in the fuck does that happen? Anyway. Okay, so Josh, do you not realize the Brett Michaels sigh made panties drop? Made panties drop. Okay? That apparently that and apparently the sight of him getting up out of bed in a speedo. It's the 1980 it was the late 80s, early 90s, so let it let it be. And there's the appearance by my beautiful fiance Amber Lynn, who's currently in the uh, in the kitchen drinking some nice alcohol. I don't know what she's drinking. What are you drinking? Cinnamon whiskey. She is drinking cinnamon whiskey, everybody. Cinnamon whiskey. Well, I called. Jo- I I asked Josh if he wanted. We've I've been trying to get Josh back on the show for a while, and we're still gonna do the Baton Rouge album review. We just gotta you know take the time out to get our thoughts and everything out there on paper and everything. And I asked Josh, hey, have you ever seen Money in the? Ba- have you? At first, I asked, have you seen WrestleMania 18? And he said. Yeah, not as much as I can remember seeing it. I was like, what about Money in the Bank 2011? He's like, you know, I haven't seen that one in a while. And today, he said, you know, I haven't seen this pay-per-view since it aired, which was eight years ago. So I, I said, fuck it. Let's just sit down after the Ohio State-Michigan game, whether Ohio State wins or loses, and we'll watch Money in the Bank 2011. Now this 
is what we're going to do with you today. But before we can even begin, I gotta lay down some background information. So, let's start off with the beginning. On the June 20th episode of Monday Night Raw, you see CM Punk is going to demand that he be the number one contender for the WW, for John Cena's WWE Championship. He has to go through Alberto Del Rio and Rey Mysterio in a triple threat match that night. And he gets crowned as the new number one contender for the WWE Championship. Now in this era of WWE, you've got CM Punk. You've got Mark Henry putting motherfuckers in the Hall of Pain. You've got Christian as your world at chasing the World Heavyweight Championship after winning it at Extreme Rules after his buddy Edge retired the night after WrestleMania. And you've also got bullshit raw stipulations like Power to the People and Raw Roulette. And Raw in the next episode of Raw, which is the Raw Roulette episode, is June 27th. And do you know why this Raw is popular? The most infamous Raw. Go ahead, do you know? I'm not sure. Well, I'm about to play the audio for you. Cena, while you you lay there, hopefully as uncomfortable as you possibly can be, I want you to listen to me. I want you to digest this because before I leave in three weeks with your WWE Championship, I have a lot of things I want to get off my chest. I don't hate you, John. I don't even dislike you. I do like you. I like you a hell of a lot more than I like most people in the back. I hate this idea that you're the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. I'm the best in the world. There's one thing you're better at than I am, and that's kissing Vince McMahon's ass. You're as good as kissing Vince's ass as Hulk Hogan was. I don't know if you're as good as Dwayne, though. He's a pretty good ass kisser. Always was and still is. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth wall. I am the best wrestler in the world. I've been the best ever since day one when I walked into this company and I've been vilified and hated since that day because Paul Heyman saw something in me that nobody else wanted to admit. That's right, I'm a Paul Heyman guy. You know who else was a Paul Heyman guy? Brock Lesnar, and he split just like I'm splitting, but the biggest difference between me and Brock is I'm going to leave with the WWE Championship. I've grabbed so many of Vincent K. McMahon's imaginary brass rings that it's finally dawned on me that they're just that. They're completely imaginary. The only thing that's real is me and the fact that day in and day out, 
for almost six years, I have proved to everybody in the world that I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even at commentary. Nobody can touch me. And yet, no, how many, no matter how many times I prove it, I'm not on your lovely little collector cups. I'm not on the cover of the program. I'm barely promoted. I don't get to be in movies. I'm certainly not on any crappy show on the USA Network. I'm not on the poster of WrestleMania. I'm not in the signature that's produced at the start of the show. I'm not on Conan O'Brien, I'm not on Jimmy Fallon, but the fact of the matter is I should be, and trust me, this isn't sour grapes, but the fact that Dwayne is in the main event of WrestleMania next year and I'm not makes me sick. Oh, hey, let, let me get something straight. Those of you who are cheering me right now, you are just the biggest part of me leaving as anything else. Because you're the ones that are sipping out of those collector cups right now. You're the ones that buy those programs that my face isn't on the cover of. And then at 5 in the morning at the airport, you try to shove it in my face so you can get an autograph and try to sell it on eBay because you're too lazy to go get a real job. I'm leaving with the WWE Championship on July 17th, and hell, who knows, maybe I'll go defend it in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe I'll go back to Ring of Honor. Hey, Colt Cabana, how you doing? The reason I'm leaving is you people, because after I'm gone, you're still gonna pour money into this company. I'm just a spoke on the wheel. The wheel's gonna keep turning, and I understand that. But Vince McMahon's gonna make money despite himself. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? It's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical, douchebag yes-men like John Laurinaitis, who's gonna tell him everything that he wants to hear. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead, but the fact is, it's, it's gonna get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family. Let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon, all right? Do we do this whole bully camp? That, my friend, is CM Punk's most famous or infamous promo that they call that us fans deemed the pipe bomb. Now, John Cena, I, I do believe CM Punk will get suspended, and John Cena wants CM Punk back on the next episode of Monday Night Raw, which is July 4th. Now, July 11th, the July 11th episode of Monday Night Raw, and you know, I know what you guys are wondering, why aren't you covering SmackDown? I watched like the first two weeks of SmackDown after uh, Capital Punishment, and they really weren't developing a story other than Christian and Randy Orton for the World Heavyweight Championship at Money in the Bank. Also, this is the era where SmackDown superstars are also appearing on Raw, 
and the brand split just pretty much isn't a thing at this point. So on the July 11th, uh, Monday Night Raw, this is where you're going to see CM Punk and Vince McMahon sitting in the ring with a contract, and John, and not John Cena, CM Punk will be, will say, you know, Vince, I want thing, I want my face on the cups, the programs, I want WWE ice cream bars, I want CM Punk the movie, and, you know, he's demanding a lot of stuff, and the storyline going into this fucking Piqua. <laughs> Hello, I'm breaking the fourth wall. Ha, hi, breaking the fourth wall here. Fuck Piqua. Um, but the storyline going into Money in the Bank is this, Josh, if you can't remember. It's CM Punk versus John Cena in the main event for the WWE Championship. CM Punk wins. He wins the WWE Championship, and his contract will expire at midnight. And he's walking out the fucking door. Now... Um, and also, if CM Punk does win, John Cena is <coughs> fired. That's the best fired I'm going to do all night. Now, for most of us, I'm going to give you guys, a sp I don't even want to say a spoiler warning, but this storyline had happened last year in 2010 with the uh, Nexus and Wade Barrett versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship at Survivor Series and I think Randy Orton Randy Orton won that and John Cena was supposed to be fired from WWE and comes back I think like two weeks later okay whatever so the matches that you're gonna see you're gonna see two Money in the Bank ladder matches and we'll get to those but I might as well say right now, this pay-per-view took place on July 17th, 2011, in front of CM Punk's home crowd of in Chicago, Illinois, and honestly, I don't know what else to talk about. We could just might as well get this shit started. So, if you would like to... And follow along with us or just listen to my voice for the next three hours with nothing to watch. I would highly suggest you watch this show, whether you're a wrestling fan or not. Go to the WWE Network or try to find it online if you don't have the network. Uh, go to WWE Pay-Per-Views. Go all the way to 2011. Go to Money in the Bank and hit play. But don't hit play just yet. Wait till it says zeros across the board, and when I say three, two, one, play, we're gonna we're gonna press play. Don't press play now. Okay, don't press play yet. All right, three. All right, in three, two, one, play. When the clock strikes midnight. My contract comes to an end. I am leaving with the WWE Championship. Okay, so basically what we're watching here is the opening promo for Money in the Bank 2011. Now we're going to be quiet so you guys can hear the audio. I have the balls to say things that nobody else has to say. 
This company, inside and outside the ring, are filled with shameless ass-kissers. Vince McMahon surrounds himself with yes-men. Maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's death. Death, 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 death. This idea that you're the best. Because you're not. I'm the best. There's one thing you're better at than I am. Kissing Vince McMahon's ass. If CM Punk defeats you, CM Punk the next day is going to walk into some other wrestling organization. See what I walked out with. I'm going to be embarrassed. I will not be embarrassed. I am leaving the WWE Championship. CM Punk walked out of Chicago with this championship. John Cena! When the clock strikes midnight, midnight, my contract comes to an end. Fuck. Say goodbye to the WWE title. See that shit? Say goodbye to John Cena. And say goodbye. Jesus, that was so. Uh, so now you're gonna see the classic scratch logo, as it's called, with the WWE. Oh God, I miss. I'll tell you right now. I miss, of course, they've started bringing Pyro back. I don't know if you know this, but not to this fucking scale. It's it's like little, you know, little poof kind of deals, you know, some bullshit like that. Of course, it, they're bringing it back, trying to give it, you know, some kind of big time feel. I don't know if it's just for pay-per-view purposes. But this crowd at the time was one of the hottest crowds I have ever Seen as you can see a couple of fans holding up some CM Punk ice cream bar signs. This honestly was probably I don't know maybe three years down the road and you would stop seeing a bunch of signs. Uh, so the first match you're gonna see here once this gets started is going to be the SmackDown Money in the Bank ladder match. Here you see um, not your classic you know, pay-per-view broadcast of JR and uh, Jerry Lawler. You got Jerry Lawler, Michael Cole, and Booker T. Now, in this era, Josh, I don't know if you remember, fucking Michael Cole is the most annoying little mm -hmm. piece of shit I have ever fucking heard. Mm -hmm. Ever fucking heard. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I remember. There it is, the classic blue briefcase. Signifying that it's for SmackDown. Now, you're going to see a lot of people that aren't even in the fucking company right now. Starting with the ring announcer, Justin Roberts. You know where he's at now? All Elite Wrestling. You're gonna, again, you're going to see a lot of people in this, uh, in this match that aren't, gonna, that aren't in the company. They're with other promotions. Um, this is Sin Cara. He just, he just gave his notice. I don't know if the I don't know if the one that gave his notice is the original one or not. Oh boy, weird. So 
So again, the, at this point, Sin Cara's getting, you know, he's getting some traction. He's doing some things, you know, that at this time, at this era of WWE, they weren't really doing. Now you're about to see something really fucking cool. You see this? He's about to just fucking just sprint. He's gonna hit something. Boom! At the time, it was like a fucking 13, 14-year-old. I think it was 14 or 15 when this happened, give or take. That was fucking cool. Mm. Seeing that. The only thing that I hated about this... Oh, no. I apologize. That was not the ring announcer, uh, Justin Roberts. Here's another guy that's not in the company, Wade Barrett. Powering off. (laughs) Yep, we are powering off on Wade Barrett. I gotta tell you, when he first debuted in the summer of 2010, we are gonna ignore my speak, my Bluetooth speaker shutting the fuck off. When he first debuted, dude, with the Nexus, that was when I got right back into wrestling. And him being the leader of the Nexus, and then he, here's another guy that's not in the fucking company. This ladder matches everybody that's not in the fucking WWE today, minus Daniel Bryan. Like, no doubt. Do you remember what he was famous for? Uh, Justin Gabriel? I do not. 450 Splash. That's right. Yeah, so he was also part of the Nexus. They got fucking... I'll say this. This isn't going to be a Nexus podcast, but the Nexus, I thought at the time, was the coolest fucking thing on the face of the planet. I had their Nexus t-shirt. I got shit kicked out of me. Oh, here's a guy that just came back to the company yesterday. Spoiler alert for those. And he finally got rid of that dumbass mohawk, thank God. Yes, yeah, he's rocking I saw yesterday, he's rocking the classic Celtic Warrior Seamus look. He's not with Cesaro anymore, unfortunately. I did kind of like the bar, but it was getting kind of stale. But, oh, here's a spoiler alert. Actually, no, here's not a spoiler alert. Here's another man who's not even in the company and is with All Elite Wrestling, Cody Rhodes. Now, back to what I was saying. I got the ring announcer wrong. Um, It was not Justin Roberts. It was Tony Chimmel. Tony Chimmel also isn't in the company anymore, I do believe. So, Cody Rhodes here, the storyline is is that he has a fractured face. You want to know how he fractured his face? Took on Rey Mysterio, and Rey Mysterio hit him with a 619 and um, with a knee brace. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy that uh, kind of found some resurgence last year with uh, I've Got Kids. This is uh, Heath Slater here, fucking Wendy, the poor man's Wendy's girl. Um, I can't remember if... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Heath Slater, you're not getting that fucking... That fucking briefcase. Now, look at Daniel Bryan here. What's he missing? He's missing that beard. He's missing that goddamn goat beard. Goat beard. That goddamn goat beard. This is young Daniel Bryan. This is before he takes over WrestleMania. He's still doing that fucking yes bullshit. This was probably, I believe, right after the time he was being trained by The Miz. Uh, yeah. He got suspended... Um, in the summer of 2010. Oh, here's a guy that's not the not in the WWE any, anymore, but is also the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. That's right. It's the big red monster cane. We also get to look at uh, Hugo Zavinovich and Carlos Cabrera at the 
Spanish announce table. Rest in peace, the Spanish announce table. Amen. Um, yeah, it's probably going to get broke. But the thing, I'll tell you, the thing that I hated about Sin Cara the most is when they had the fucking blue lighting mm-hmm. in his matches. They do that now with The Fiend, and it's honest, I can't watch a match. I yeah. can't. It's so distracting. Oh, yeah. Alright, so here we go. They're just going to start throwing kicks and haymakers. Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater are working on the big red machine, Kane. I honestly don't know what else to say. Kane's just... You know, everybody's eventually going to make it to the outside. Wade Barrett, you know, he's kind of a year, at least, or so into the business. Three people in the ring right now are Sheamus, Kane... And uh, Wade Barrett. Also, if you are, here's your time code. We are at 9, 930, 31, 32, 33. Kane is on the outside. He's finally picking up a ladder. Dude, Kane is in his fucking chubby stages. You see that fucking man belly? And uh, for your for you scary movie fans, you might recognize Kane. This was during his See No Evil days. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about the See No Evil days. Heath Slater and Justin Gabriel fighting. We also get another. Okay, goddamn, that was a little bit of a too much of a sell. Did you notice, Josh? You're gonna notice here. So Justin Gabriel and Heath Slater, they were former tag team champions. Now here's the funny thing. Here's your haha. The fuck? What the fuck? Did I just? Kane about to do the double chokes. Nope, never mind. He's just going to toss motherfuckers out of the ring. Now, I got to tell you. Fucking. What the fuck is she laughing about? What is she laughing about? She sent me there's a, there's a There's an appearance by my fiance laughing in the background. What'd she send you? She sent me a text message saying, this is where you become a commentator. Me? Yes. Fuck that. I'm never being a commentator. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'll, uh, you can't be a commentator and just dog the product. You can't do that. It's not allowed. No. Sidewalk slam by the big chubby man Kane. I swear to God, if I, he hears me call him chubby man. And back on the uh, what you said earlier, the whole Michael Cole being annoying oh era. Oh, my God. I remember his match with Jerry Lawler oh, at WrestleMania, oh, which was the why? biggest laugh in the world. Why did you, the fucking coal mine where he fucking had that fucking plastic bullshit yep. to keep away from, oh my god, I hate it. Suicide died before it was cool by Daniel Bryan. Now everybody does one of those fucking things every fucking match. We're about to see another, holy shit! 
fucking somersault. <laughs> she said, this is what you gotta do, broham. Uh, hey! I can't say that. That's not legal. <laughs> That's not allowed. Wait a minute. Did you just see that little miniature hornswoggle size fucking stepladder? <laughs> yeah. What the actual fuck? God damn. Why? Okay, I am starting to notice one thing about this era in WWE. Everybody's jumping off the top rope. Yeah, now now it's suddenly the cool thing and everyone does it. Now now you go watch a AEW or EWF show and everybody's jumping off ropes. Mm. Originally started in ECW. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. ECW, WCW started the Luchador Cruiserweight craze. And now unfortunately WWE's fucked that up again with uh, 205 Live. Yeah, fuck you, Vince. Yeah, fuck you, Vince. Dumb bitch. Yeah, fuck you, Vince. Yeah, fuck you, Vince. Holy shit, I don't even know what that fuck that move is called, but that looked like that fucking hit Dan O'Brien in the nuts. No wonder his baby came out to be retarded. You can't say that, dude. You I'm can't say that. No, dude. Fuck, what are you doing? <laughs> no, dude, now I gotta go back and edit that. What the fuck? Damn it. Michael Cole over there fucking rocking back in his chair being... Oh my god. This motherfucker can't carry a ladder. What is he... What the fuck is he doing? Oh, wait, Barrett with the fucking boot. Now, he would battle uh, Ezekiel Jackson, another person that's not in the fucking company. You're gonna start to see a fucking pattern here. As we continue with the show, he would battle uh, Ezekiel... I about said Ezekiel Elliott there. Like, what the fuck? The Ohio, the former Ohio State running back is in WWE. He would be facing. He would uh, be chasing after the Intercontinental Championship at Capital Punishment, the pay per view before this. Uh, like I said, I th I thought Wade Barrett had all the holy shit. Fucking clothesline right to the fucking ring post. And Sin Cara's about to get a bro kick for his fucking troubles. This, honestly, Sheamus in the, at this time was on fucking fire. Absolute fucking fire. Now, um, shit. I'm trying to think here. Out of, out of every belt that you have seen in the WWE, what's your favorite? My favorite would probably probably be the old classic Intercontinental title. Not the white strapped one, yeah, the, the original I, one. Honestly, I didn't like that one either. But I gotta tell you, I wish that they would... But as you can see, that, that, uh, yeah, the ladder, 
right at the crack in that ladder, that's a wooden ladder painted over with silver. And this is Killing the Business with Josh Lehman. <laughs> this is now called Killing the Business with Josh Lehman. The fuck? Mm-hmm. God damn it. So, so I'll, t- I'll tell you guys a little story here while we're watching this ladder match because we've got quite, quite a few, uh, maybe about, I don't know, give or take 10 minutes to go in this ladder match. We've only seen one per- a couple people go for the briefcase. Now, if you're new to you know wrestling, the Money in the Bank ladder match is pretty much beat the shit out of your opponents good, well enough to get to get an opportunity to climb up a ladder and get this briefcase. And now we see at 18 minutes, 25, 26, 27, about 18:30, Daniel Bryan and um, Cody Rhodes just now got hit with a ladder. They're taking Sin Cara out on a stretcher to, as Vince would say, a local medical facility. He probably has a stinger, and that injury is pretty much where... Actually, it's probably not a stinger. He probably injured his fucking back. Mm-hmm. Kane now going to try to get this ladder set up to climb to get this briefcase. Now, Kane won Money in the Bank won a Money in the Bank, I believe it was the first Money in the Bank ladder match and cashed in the same night on Rey Mysterio, I do believe. Now, this is the second annual Money in the Bank pay-per-view. And this isn't, you know, where they would have um, a Money in the Bank ladder match. We see Shades of the Core here with Wade Barrett, Heath Slater, and Justin Gabriel. Now they're beating up Cody Rhodes. Trying to get Wade Barrett as the Mr. Money in the Bank. But they don't notice the little guy, Daniel Bryan, barely climbing up there, grabbing his ass. Hopefully, I hope the people in the front row got to see Daniel Bryan's ass. Because, you know, why why the fuck not? So, I'll tell you guys a little story here while we're watching, you know, pretty much the beatdown. All three men now, they're like, yeah, man, I want to get this fucking, I want to get this fucking briefcase. So, I've had a couple ladder matches. Actually, I've had one. It's a scary fucking thing, dude. In my ladder match, I might have fucking just, you know, ran up ran up a ladder and gotten my title. But it's fucking some scary shit when you're up there trying to get something or standing up on one. Mm. So, you can see here, you know, pre precursor to the core... One of the dumbest fucking nicknames. And you can't fucking trust two motherfuckers, especially a ginger. And a tan California looking boy. Yeah. Uh, actually, he's from South Africa, I do believe. Yeah. Um, Jesus, I don't know what else to say about this match. There goes Wade Barrett pretty much outside. They're teasing. You know, they're both going to go up here. They're not... It's not going to happen. Sorry. Here's Cody Rhodes, now of AEW. He's like, hey, Heath, you need a job? Nope. Nope, I'm good. <laughs> hey, guys, you guys need a job? No, Cody. No. Oh, bam. Oh, my God. I missed this fucking move. I missed that fucking move. Yeah. God, Cody Rhodes on fire here. 
honestly, I think Cody Rhodes, since he's left the WWE, is now is more over than he's ever been. You know, he's pretty much got AEW to take care of. Um, oh, here we go, another one. Bam, crossroads. I had to remember that move for a second. <laughs> but Cody Rhodes now is more over than he's ever been since he left the WWE. And here comes Sheamus hitting the swallow of the back. Oh, boy. Oh, God damn. Not sh I can't remember what that move was called, but Sheamus eyeballing. Here comes da a stirred Daniel Bryan. He's going to grab Sheamus by the fucking boot. He's going to get them boots. Ew. Ew. I remember, dude, you want to know why I hated Sheamus? Why is that? I hated he was so fucking white. I know, right? Dude, like the fucking, oh my god. He was so fucking, like, got over with me. How's that? Is when somebody would beat the shit out of him, he'd weld up so fast. And here's Kane yeah. on the top rope. God damn, big man, boom. <gasps> Ooh, right Oh my god. The mayor of Knox County. You know, watching this all later, you know, years down the line, it's really crazy to think that all of this is considered old. Because this, this pay-per-view is not even a decade old. Yeah. I would consider something old and dinosaur to come from, well, mainly dinosaur to come from the 80s. That retro. Um, 2000s wrestling up to 2009. And then you get, you know, 2010 to 2019 is the current stuff. It, this is more in the current realm. This is kind of where stuff would... This is kind of a precursor to everything. Kane delivering big boots and choke slams. What did she just say? I didn't catch it. What'd you say? Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh sweet baby Jesus. Did you know that Kane punted a No, it was did you have you ever seen Gene Snitsky punt Kane and uh Oh I remember that. But it's not my fault. Yeah, it's oh my not god. My fault. It wasn't an actual baby. Amber's literally looking at me like, Oh my god, if they punted a baby It was a baby doll. <laughs> yep, keep drinking, that's what you need. Yep, keep drinking. <laughs> I don't even know. How long? Uh, well we're uh, at twenty four fifty one. So we've got almost two hours left in this pay-per-view. Um, what the fuck was that? Somebody's phone just went off. Oh well. Um, but yeah, you, I, now you see fucking Heath Slater, this ginger bastard. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, I'm being distracted. He needs that money in the bank because he's got three kids and bills to pay. He that... needs money in the bank. He's got some damn Daniel. Damn. He needs to pay them bills. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Took him by the neck and went whammo. He's Slater thinking, man, I got fucking kids, man. Fans are behind He's Slater here, but they probably really don't want him to win. Wade Barrett, he's like, nah, fuck you, ginger bitch. 
fucking laying the boots. Laying the boots down. Oh, damn. As we I hear think the my glass fiance, I think my fiance is drunk a little here, folks. As you hear so the clanking hear, so of glass bottles. So if you hear some... <laughs> that's my fiance. And oh, boy. Dude, this fucking match is fucking long. That is. If you watch a fucking ladder match now, it takes like eight to ten minutes to fucking do a flip, flop, and dive routine. Dude, she's mixing fucking drinks. What is this? Oh my god! Oh my god! What are they doing? Oh my ECW god! They're about to fucking shit. shish kebab. Fucking he's Slater. What is this? Throw back to ECW. Oh my god! That was dumb. That was dumb. What the fuck? Oh boy, an Irishman and an Englishman. They don't get along very well. Oh, bro kicks all around. Oh, here comes Justin Gabriel again. Oh boy. Well, Seamus has now officially started a clean house. I need somebody to really... Bring. I need somebody to just climb the ladder and get the goddamn briefcase. Jeez Louise. No, I'm gonna keep going. Josh is currently on a phone call right now. Holy shit. I just smell my fiance's drink. It smells good. I'm gonna take a drink. Whoa. Whoa, what the fuck? What did you put in that cough syrup? That's fucking smooth. It's uh, spiced rum and... Louder. What are you drinking? Spiced rum, coconut, and pineapple juice. That smells and tastes absolutely delicious. Why do you think I'm fucking drunk? <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, now we finally see Seamus after he's cleared a house. He's climbing up the money in, to get the money in the bank briefcase. But here is the big red monster, Kane. He's going to knock the shit out of Seamus. They're all going to fall. Jeez, look. I, honestly, these two men should not be climbing ladders. Kane chose the right profession as a politician. He's going to grab Seamus by the leg here. There are some bad spots that are about to just happen. Not bad spots, but just spots that make your back just go... <clears throat> oh, my God. Oh, no. Not a choke slam off the ladder. Oh, and onto another ladder. God damn. God damn. Jesus, folks. I, I honestly, this is probably my third or fourth time seeing this in the last maybe six, maybe six, seven years. Not even that. Maybe even the, maybe even five years. I at least watch this pay, this pay-per-view maybe every couple years. Everybody's ganging up on Kane. Disaster kick from Cody. 
Oh, man. Wade Barrett's going to go for the Wasteland, his finish. Honestly, now that I think about it, Wade Barrett's finish kind of sucked a dick. You were basically rolling your person off your own body and using their own body weight against them. And here comes Justin Gabriel's spot, the 450 splash off a ladder. Oh, Lord, that is not safe. Ugh. The impact of that. You could just see it on his face. We are currently at 30 minutes and 50 seconds. 51, 52. Everybody else is in the ring besides Kane. He's Slater. Well, he's Slater's now getting in the ring. There goes Justin Gabriel on top of he's Slater. Oh, man. I Honestly, at this time, I wanted either Cody, Daniel, or even Wade Barrett to win this match. You're going to get one of those three winning this match for sure. Um, cur uh, currently, folks, I do not know where B Wade Barrett is uh, wrestling or if, or if he even is wrestling anymore. I think the last time that I heard, some, heard rumblings of him, it was... Uh, in Lucha Underground, and I haven't even heard anything from Lucha Underground in a while. As you can see now, here comes Daniel Bryan slowly climbing up the ladder. The crowd is going mild. I don't think they really wanted Daniel Bryan to win. And they're trading. They're trading blows. Daniel's still getting, still climbing up there. Honestly, I, I gotta say this. Cody Rhodes in 2011, I thought that he had everything going for him. Unfortunately, he gets lumped in with this fucking... Lumped in later with this bullshit Stardust character. Wade Barrett, as Daniel Bryan is trying to get a... Um, ooh! I, I actually kind of like the tactics by Wade Barrett there, trying to get the briefcase while Daniel is distracted. Oh, boy. Oh, what is this? Not a wasteland on the ladder. Ooh, sidekick to the dome. And Daniel Bryan is going to get the Money in the Bank briefcase. That's right. Daniel Bryan is now your SmackDown Mr. Money in the Bank. You didn't really miss much. Josh was on a phone call. You just missed it. Daniel Bryan just climbed up the ladder. Okay. I was hoping That's I didn't really interesting. <laughs> now, um... Daniel Bryan will cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase. Not tonight, but I do believe at SummerSlam. Don't quote me on that. Because I do I do believe... Oh, jeez, I can't remember now. I do remember he cashed in money, his Money in the Bank contract... I think it was against the Big Show after he beat Mark Henry. I'll I'll look it up while we're sitting here talking and waiting for the next match, which is going to be a women's match. 
and it's not like your typical women's match that you see today. So yeah, there you go. A young, a younger, probably Brie, pro probably Brie, probably pre-Brie, and you're gonna watch this replay again. Oh, that fucking hurts my back. He again, he could have sucked his own dick if he wanted to. <laughs> Folded his ass in half. Yeah, oh, you did miss the 450 splash. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Look at this shit. God damn. Right on Kane. And then Wade Barrett just goes, whack. <laughs> See you later, bitch. So, yeah. Now Daniel Bryan will cash, will have money in the bank. And what that entitles is that he could get a Money in the Bank uh, championship match at any time, anywhere, any place. Okay, so now that he's won, do you want to know? Have you figured out which two people meet at WrestleMania for the World Heavyweight Championship? Let's see, you're voting up to WrestleMania 27, right? 2011? think so. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, this was after uh, Edge had already left the company, right? Yes. Okay, so now okay, so now you're building up to WrestleMania 28 here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the World Heavyweight title match and that... Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Oh, God. John talk Ramos. about three... Talk about fucking two bigger egomaniacs with John Laurinaitis and Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So yeah, that's what we see. We see them arriving to the arriving to the building. By the way, WWE, that is not tonight. That was in the afternoon. Get it right. That's nighttime, dumbass. Can't tell time. Oh, whatever. It's it's supposed to just whenever we see now a beautiful the beautiful skyline of Chicago, Illinois. And we're back. Probably Jerry Lawler's talking about boobs or something. Uh, all right. What are they saying here, Josh? Well, ladies... Well, King Booker, I am the world's biggest douchebag. My douche... My douche meter goes that long. And I gotta tell you, Book, you're not gonna be... You're gonna, not gonna be meant for this commentary role. And out of every sport, I have the most annoying voice. Yeah. I think we're about to go into the women's match here. No, I think we're probably talking about CM Punk and John Cena. Nope, here we go. Women's match. The Bella Twins taking on the uh, women's... The, sorry, the Divas Champion. This was the, for the Divas Championship. And the Divas Champion at this time is none other than... Kelly Kelly. Now, Kelly Kelly would win the Divas Championship on the Power to the People edition of Monday Night Raw, and she was chosen uh, out of two other competitors, well, technically three, including her, and those three other competitors were Eve Torres, 
and Beth Phoenix. Now this is uh this is Nikki and Bree and Nikki is pre boob job. That's what I was gonna notice. <laughs> she is flatter than a tire. I think I think Michelin's hiring. <laughs> oh, put a fucking air hose on those fuckers and go. So as you can see here, here's the Divas mm -hmm. Champion Kelly Kelly, and this is the era where the women of WWE were all based on all fucking just looks. They were just pretty much TNA. I'm not talking about Impact, TNA Impact Wrestling. I'm talking tits and ass. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just being one. honest. That was a good one. Oh, wow. uh, shit. What you wound about in there? That's what it was. It's not my fault. I'm not John Laurinaitis. It's like, goddamn, she looks beautiful. I mean, hell, Kelly Kelly's wearing wearing more fake tan spray than don't get me started Dave on the fake tan spray. Can I can I tell you about Dave Batista? Because sure. this match isn't gonna be very long. So so Dave Batista, I don't know if you've seen, but he has the hots for Dana Brooke. He has been up her. Ass. Or he wishes he was. On, on the Twitter machine. On the Twitter machine. He is up her ass. And it's with everything. Like, hey, I own a gym. You could come and do some squats. Yeah. Bitch! We all know you're trying to get... The thing is, I am all for this. You want to know why? What's that? Because the biggest question in wrestling today is, how big is Batista's dick? For whatever reason. I don't know why we need to know this. We don't but need it's to know every, this. Every time somebody has to ask somebody, like like the podcast that I listen to with um, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard mainly, um... And Eric Bischoff gets it a little bit, but it's it's always some stupid made up scenario like you know, back in two back in two thousand oh, Ryan on the fun bags. Damn. Back back in two thousand nine, you know, Bruce, you got fired at Survivor Series. Is it true that um you brought a gun? And also, how big is Batista's dick? Like, why do we need to know that? You know, I I'll tell you this. This match, I don't think it's going to get more than five minutes. Probably not. I don't think it... Knowing this era... Okay, so it started at 37-31, and, and the next match, I don't even know. The next match will start at 49 minutes exact, but we've probably got like a backstage shenanigans that go on here. Now, we got Twin Magic. You want to know why Eve Torres is... At ringside, was it because of Twin Magic? Because at this time, Brie Nikki didn't have her boots, so Brie and Nikki both looked the same. Right. So honestly, when they used Twin Magic, I was fooled. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know until until an announcer was like, "Oh, that that's that's Nikki." Which I do believe that this one is Brie right now. I, again, again, I'm bad with twins. Baba twins. One, two. Nope, oh, nope, two. Kelly Kelly kicked out at two. I figured it'd be done by now, honestly. This is what they call 
AP break match. Or a food break match. The kids next door. Oh. Oh, here we go. One, two. Oh, nope. Kicked out at two. Boy. Let me tell you. 2011 women's wrestling compared to 2019... 2019 women's wrestling. Boring as fuck. Big difference. 2011... Boring. 2019, I'll sit down and watch a women's match. Oh, yeah, I will. I mean, the the NXT women, dude, I don't know if you watched fucking War Games, but they fucking killed it. Oh, I know. They absolutely fucking murdered. All right, come on. Get this match over with. I think people are... Re you know, I wish I could do that to people. <laughs> and the ring just bashed their fucking heads in. What the fuck? What is... What the hell was that? Yeah. Neckbreaker. That's the one move I do fucking know. One, two... Oh, nope. Kick out at two. They're actually probably getting more than five minutes. Maybe, maybe more, maybe less. Alright, so just for you guys to know, we are at 43, 44, 45, 46. Oh, okay, what the fuck? I thought her hand legit missed. Right. <laughs> I legit, Kelly Kelly is so tiny, I thought her hand missed and hit the mat. Oh, okay. One, two, three. Okay, yep. Got it, two and a half. Can you believe that Daniel Bryan would go on to marry Brie Bella? I still can't figure that one out. I don't know what that was. I'm just going to call it the famous because that's what it looked like. And Kelly Kelly retains. <sighs> Look at that dude right there in the front row looking like a fucking John Cena fucking dick sucker. You see that dude that looked exactly like John, like John Cena's stunt double? You see that shit? Jesus Christ. He was probably a stunt double in the Marine. <laughs> Good lord. So, WWE Films, if you need one. Uh, yeah, well, no, I think John Cena does his own stunts now. Really? Did they just do the loser thing? Oh, yeah, that's back when they did that loser thing. <laughs> fucking dumb. Fucking dumb. Well, are we going to talk? Uh, well, I guess we should probably engage the elephant in the room now that it is about probably... It is 6.05. December 30th. Uh, not December. Uh, November 30th. <laughs> November 30th. Okay, hold on, hold on. I gotta show you. This right here was a DVD that I should have fucking bought. This is the greatest matches in WCW Nitro history. Three disc set. And who who narrates it? Fucking Diamond Dallas Page, dude. You have that video? You have that DVD? Not only do they have one, but they have three volumes of it. Do you have it? I have the first two. Huh. Oh my god, no, they better not have the fucking finger poking doom. It is. Oh, lord. 
All right, so we're going to engage the elephant in the room. It is now 6.06 as we had to, you know, watch that, watch that promo for the greatest matches in WCW history. This match is going to suck. I hate this match. This match is trash. And it's Mark Henry and the Big Show. It's basically WWE is doing this Be A Star campaign, and it's about bullying. Well, Mark Henry's a big, fat bully. There you go. So, it is November 30th, as I have said. And Josh, what happened earlier today? Uh, I do believe Ohio State beat the shit out of Michigan. Toxic. Go blue, more like PU. Okay, so I gotta tell you guys this right now. Usually every year during the Michigan game, Michigan Ohio State game, um, I get I get hella nervous because it's people don't understand. They're like, oh well, well, here here's here's the people in Alabama. Well, I gotta tell you, we got Auburn, and that game's totally different. No, you have never seen the game. It is different than any game played throughout the season. It's just a different atmosphere. And I gotta tell you, Michigan, I'll give them props where props are due. And they did they played they played their hearts out. They played their hearts out, but they're just not enough. It's not enough for, you know, Ohio State's defense. Now the final score of that game was fifty six to twenty seven. Um, we had. I will say they had a scary moment. Uh, us Ohio State fans, Justin Fields went down pretty awkward. Uh, was out at least. Oh my God! Sexual chocolate, Mark Henry. There was a moment where Justin Fields got up on his own power. He was out for a series or two, and he comes back in, throws a fucking touchdown. Throws a fucking touchdown. Literally the next play. Yeah, the next play, he comes out and throws a touchdown. So, Ohio State's now the number one team in the country. They play the winner of Minnesota-Wisconsin. And honestly, I really hope that it's... Uh, I really hope that it's Minnesota and not Wisconsin. But I really do believe it's probably going to be Wisconsin. And we all know how that happened, how that went down last year. I mean, this year when they played. Chase Young had a game. So basically, Josh, you're seeing the promo for this uh, Mark Henry Big Show match, and he's just he's just throwing people around. Basically, this is what I like to call the filler match of the pay per view. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th this this is gonna be just two big men. Mark Henry's just being a bully. I think he's gonna get an opportunity at the World Heavyweight Championship. Well, hello, buddy. You need some milk? Um. Yeah, you're gonna take over, Josh. Okay, I'll take over. Just, just talk, just talk shit about Mark Henry and Big Show. This match sucks. Oh, I got it. Oh, Aaron. It froze. It what? Oh, son of a bitch. And we're experiencing tech. We so are much. experiencing some buffering right now. So give us just one second. Great old technology. Great old technology. Alright, so unfortunately we just had some technical difficulties. We are currently sitting paused at 49.38 in 3, 2, 1, play. Okay, great. Alright, so if you haven't pressed play yet, press it now. 
We are at 49-42. Mark Henry's acting like the baddest man on the planet. So, there is finally Justin Roberts. He is no longer with the WWE at this point. And he's also in AEW. Seeing a pattern? Uh, Mark Henry is now doing, I believe, Busted Open Radio with uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. Charles Robinson, the man that never fucking ages. Anytime you ever see Charles Robinson, look at him and look at him today. He doesn't age. Never looks never looks Oh, different. Lord. Do I really got to sit through this shit? Actually, we're not going to be sitting through this shit because I have some thoughts and feelings about a certain topic that needs to be brought to everyone's attention. And that would be? Motley Crue, the rumor that Motley Crue, Poison, and Def Leppard are going to go on a 2020 stadium tour. The new big rumor that's just recently surfaced with all that is there's, are again, rumored to be a fourth band joining that bill. Why? I don't know. That's the new rumor. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm going to state this for the record. That bill alone isn't going to be selling out any stadiums. Sorry, not going to happen. Okay, as you see here, Mark, we're going to just pretty much talk over this match. It's just two big men just barreling over each other. This is this is what it would look like at, at Thanksgiving dinner when two fat people are trying, two fat men are trying to get the last piece of turkey. So... So, Josh, my thoughts and opinions on this whole Motley Crue thing is this. Well, first of all, it's not going to sell out stadiums. Second of all, there's only rumors of Motley Crue touring again because of the fucking Dirt movie. Literally the only reason. Because the only people that I know that are so excited for Motley Crue to come back are fucking teenagers. Yep. They're like... Oh my god, I wish I could have seen Motley Crue in their prime and all this shit. Like, I was like six years old when they stopped touring. Can I just please see them, please? Not even six years old. Maybe like, I was like, I was 14 years old. I wasn't allowed to go to a concert. Now I'm 18 and I'm out of the house or whatever. And now they want to go see Motley. Now they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. And literally, the only reason why they're a fan is probably because, again, of the dirt. Yeah, that that that's all. That's all it is. Is the dirt comes out, everybody's sparked an interest back in Motley Crue, and now everybody's like, "Please tour again." I know you blew up a contract, but I know, I know you signed a contract, but dude, just tour one more time, please, for us new fans. It's literally the same shit that happened when Bohemian Rhapsody came out in the Queen craze. Everyone it, it it is it really is. Yep. Uh, the th- the thing is, and while I go get my son from upstairs, um, the thing is, is it yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody sparked a new interest in Queen, but you're not gonna get Queen with Freddie Mercury. You're just not. Now I'm gonna let you tell your f- thoughts and feelings on this whole uh, whole issue. Okay. Alright, well, as Aaron goes and gets his son from upstairs, my whole thoughts and opinions on this whole thing are, when I heard about it, I was like, 
okay, maybe this might be cool, you know, maybe, you know, I'll see it through, and if they come around here, I might be interested. But then I very quickly got reminded of uh, a certain video on YouTube of during Motley Crue's last tour in 2015, they played in Rio, and... There's a video of them playing Kickstart My Heart at that festival in 2015, again, on their last tour. And the fact that Vince Neil cannot sing is really what kills it for me. And I do agree with Aaron how that bill with Poison and Def Leppard and Motley will not sell out stadiums. Not the 1980s anymore. This is not 1987 anymore. But the fact, you know... The problems Vince has with his voice, th those will never change. He will never go back. You know, he's not 23 anymore. This isn't, like like we said earlier, this is not 1987 anymore. But, you know, this new rumor that's, ru you know, running around about a fourth band, I don't know if it's true or not. It's a big rumor. I mean, there's many bands circulating. Michael Sweet even had something to say about it. Michael Sweet from the band Striper even said, we're the most logical choice to, to be that fourth band on that bill. Eh. And um. that's Michael Sweet's opinion, I guess, but I don't agree with it. Aaron, your thoughts? <sighs> okay. I've got some pretty steep thoughts and feelings on this one. And, like I said, it's not going to sell out stadiums. I sure as hell am not shilling out my money for it. I don't care if there's a fourth band that's added to the bill that's like a newer band out there that's trying to get the rub. You realize how, you know, now that I think about this, three bands, Poison, Def Leppard, and Motley. Fifty bucks! Exactly, but you realize how For much, cheap tickets. Okay, with Kisses, you know, the I'll end of the world, the, the Kisses, the end of the road thing, you know, VIP passes for that. You realize how expensive VIP passes are going to be for this? Two grand. Every bit, probably even more. A grand a piece for each each band. So if you want all three, you're gonna be spending at least three three grand to go see fucking everybody. Basically, to go I, get your boobs signed by Brett Michaels. I really don't. I don't see the fascination in doing that. The thing is, for me, is the singing part. Yeah, it's not. Okay, I'll. I'll piggyback off the Kiss argument. Paul Stanley can't sing for shit. That's why I'm probably I I want to go, but I probably won't. It's also money issues as well. Two out of the three bands on that bill with Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Poison. Two of those bands, and I'll let you figure out who. Their singers can't sing. I mean, I mean, who wants to have a who wants to go to a show that they spent their hard-earned money for? And you hear this. And then a bunch of just a fuck... Just Vince Neil just can't sing. He sings like every other two lines. He lips to it, basically. And, and I'll insert the... Um, I'll insert the audio of Vince Neil singing... Uh, toward the end, toward the end of this episode, so you guys can understand where we're coming from. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's stupid for them to even go and say, 
Well, it's been a good four years. Hey guys, let's get back on the road. Like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I don't care if there was a contract signed or, or what. Stick to your word. I, th I think the thing, I think the thing was, I think the thing was, is that it was a cessation of touring. But my, my thing is, here's my new theory. Somebody's in desperate need of money. I don't know who. I don't, I don't think, it could be Nikki. It could be Vince Neal also. Do we have to bring Tommy talk Tommy Thayer? <laughs> oh, what's his name now? Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Okay, we just missed something. So Mark Henry just smashed the Big Show's fucking ankle. Welcome to the Hall of Pain, bitch. But yeah, dude, I'm not gonna go see it. I'm not. I'm just, I'm not interested in it. I was interested in seeing Motley Crue during uh, the end tour. I'm not interested now, nor will I ever be interested to see to see them. It, to me, it's it's just a money grab for at least Motley Crue. Even then, at least Motley Crue. Like even then, during their the end tour in 2015, it was even hard for me. I mean, I want to go see them just like you, but the when they've completed that tour and they released the end live deluxe edition box set CD thing, mm -hmm. worst live album ever. Oh my god! Worst live album ever. Yeah. Vince, Vince vo Vince's vocals on that alone are what kills it completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with you. I bought that. I listened to it and was really disappointed. Was really disappointed. Um, what else? What else? God damn, we're doing two stretcher jobs on this show? Jesus Christ. Vince, when they played, when they played in Rio in 2015, that video. Oh, yeah. The video, the video, the video surfaced tenfold at this point. Uh, Vince Neil singing at a festival. Oh my God! Are you serious? They bring the they brought the fucking cart. He can't sit on the gurney. They have to bring the cart. Okay. But yeah, dude, that's that's my thoughts. I'd rather go see a band that actually can have a singer that can sing, like Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge. Never seen them live. BVB. Queensrÿche. Black Veil Brides. Uh, Greta Van Fleet, by the way, they apparently have a record coming out in early 2020. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather go support these newer bands that are coming up with people that can actually sing instead of bands that I can go and listen to their albums and not have to just say, wow, I saw them at their fucking worst. That show was a shit show. So... I do believe Mark Henry or I can't remember who won this match exactly. We were too busy talking and not really focusing on this match. But from the looks of it, it looks like Big Show might have won this match and Mark Henry got pissed and smashed the Big Show's ankle. Now for those of you that are asking, you know, what's the time code? I've had a really bad lag fit, so we might be a little behind. But right now, the 
time code is one hour, one minute, 21, 22 seconds. So here we are, we're about to see the smashed ankle. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my God. The world's strongest man, Mark Henry, just legit. Oh yeah, this is when Mark Henry had that craze of going around and breaking everybody's ankle. Breaking ankles. Yep. Breaking ankles. Really? I mean, again, with the whole Motley Crue thing, I'm, I'm totally with Aaron on this. I'm just with everything with between Vince's trashy voice and then that other band that's on that bill that their lead singer again cannot sing. I, I'm totally with Aaron on it. I'm, I have no interest in seeing it. And just like he said, it's definitely not gonna be selling out any stadiums. I mean, I mean to be honest, I don't even know if it's gonna sell out arenas. Like it might, like here and there, maybe once in a while, maybe they may get a stroke of luck. But I don't know. You know, no, nobody knows until the tour actually happens. But here we got, hey, like we said earlier, two huge-ass egotistical maniacs, John Laurinaitis and Vincent Kennedy. Oh, boy, I think this is where he, this is where he's pretty much going to say, nothing, oh, he says no, twice. I believe he gives his thoughts on tonight and trying to get a contract ready for CM Punk. You know, lots riding on this main event, pretty much. I'm going to go clean up some Legos. But uh, here's here's the ad-lib conversation. Well, I'm a piece of shit. We all know it. Josh, you're going to be an impact. Ha, ha, ha. Fuck you. Um, fuck the people of Chicago. Fuck John Laurinaitis. Yeah, fuck, dude, fuck Josh Matthews, too. Fuck him. <laughs> I thought he was a terrible commentator, dude. He really was. I mean, honestly, I don't even remember. I remember... He tried, the thing is, is he tried to be a wrestler, failed at it, and then went, and then Ben felt sorry for the little bastard and put him on a fucking microphone. Yeah, I mean, I remember... I don't remember too much of when he left the company, but I remember there being something about how he was really pissed off at something or something happened that he was really upset about and he kind of left WWE holding two fingers up in the air. Of course he did. Because Josh Matthews is a prick. Yeah. But, you know. It is what he is. That's just what he is. I mean, it's, like you said, it is I what mean, it is. I, again, I don't know Josh Matthews personally and he can hate me all he wants. I don't care. At this point, Vince, what are you saying here? I, I, you know, honestly, honestly. Oh boy, here we go. Raw Money in the Bank ladder match. If you want to know the time code, it's going to be one, one hour, four minutes, and 50 seconds. And I do believe that this match is going to be... No, we've got one more match after this. And then it's going to be the big... The big match. That again, the time code is one hour, four minutes, and fifty seconds. Alright, here we go. Alright, so again, we're gonna play the game of which one of these men is not in the company anymore. 
and we see again Justin Roberts explaining the rules of the Money in the Bank ladder match. And let's play a game of who's not in the company anymore. That guy. Alberto Del Rio coming in with a yellow Lamborghini Gallardo. I got a question. Whatever did happen to him? Uh, he went to Impact. I believe he fucked Paige. He was kind of very abusive to Paige. And after that, kind of fell off the face of the planet. I don't know what he's doing now. Nor do I care. <coughs> Honestly, you want to know what I want to know? I want to know how... How much money Vince had to shell out to get unpainted armored trucks to paint his logo to paint his lo to paint a money in the bank logo on the side of a fucking truck that's actually a good question I, I never thought of yeah. that before yeah but you know Alberto I, I will give Alberto Del Rio this satisfaction I fucking hated his guts he did his job perfectly well that makes two of us um, the man that got to have his last match with Edge at Rus at the WrestleMania uh, 27. I'm sorry, I, I have to fucking think. But thank God for Josh being here or else I'd be fucking... I don't know, I'd be all over the place. But I'll give uh, Alberto Del Rio credit where credit's due. He... Um, oh my God, this is Kofi... K oh my God, dude. This is Kofi Kingston where he's still hailing from South Africa. This is retro. This Kofi is Kingston. retro Kofi Kingston with the Paradise Kick. Even with the, the pyro, pyro. Pyro still, yep. Dude, no. I gotta play I gotta play you his song. I gotta play I gotta play the song here. Hold on. We're about to hear my fucking Bluetooth kick on. Powering on. Yeah, powering on. Hurry up. Maximum volume. <laughs> oh my god. Oh lord. Talk about AEW all over this show. There is the band who's now known as Jake Hager and his Jack Swagger. Oh, they're coming in with heavy artillery. Everybody's going to have a fucking ladder. I fucking... I just didn't like Jack Swagger. I couldn't stand Jack Swagger. I could not. I just... I don't understand it. And I could not stand when the the time that Swagger was in the WWE, I could not stand my blood boiled whenever he did the We the People shit. I hated that. I loved that. I hated that. I loved it. I, I loved hated it. Evan Bourne taking the smallest fucking ladder possible, because why not? So, Evan Bourne, I gotta tell you, if he, if he would return... To the WWE. I think he's with Evolve right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. This is where our truth is in his little Jimmy. Bullshit. Mm -hmm. He comes out to the truth shall set you free. Dude. He just took an even smaller ladder. What, uh -huh. what is Hornswoggle going to be in this ladder match next? I think the Miz is in this one. He though. might. He hides under the ring. Uh, actually, he's the anonymous Raw General. Oh my God! Talk about somebody else that's not in the company. Not a 
Alex Riley. Jesus. I haven't heard that oh, name in a God. long time. Jesus. Alex fucking Riley. Now, he was a commentator. He was a commentator in yeah. NXT. Had a couple... Had a match or two with... Um, Kevin Owens, I believe. And then just kind of left. I think, he, I think he was one of the people that asked for his release. Again, apparently everybody's gimmick. Here's the Miz and his chubby days. Look at this. <laughs> Looking a little chubby. Pre-Maurice days. Uh, they could have been dating in this at this time, but I doubt it. Dude, this is a sawed-off little douchebag known as the Miz. And at this time, Alex Riley and him are in in this feud with each other. Alex Riley used to uh, was the Miz's lackey, as they say. Oh, here comes Rey Mysterio, a guy that's actually back in the company. Look at this mask. <laughs> Fucking dope. He's gonna. I liked. I liked when Rey Mysterio did this shit. That was fucking awesome. That made that kid's fucking night. You know it. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's just a real damn shame that all the health problems and physical problems he's been having for so many yeah, years. with then. his knees. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Everybody's got a fucking ladder. This is not going to end well. Concussion City... And Del Rio. Oh, Lord. Oh, my. What is this? Demolition Derby with fucking ladders? Ugh. This does not sit well for me. Like, what is this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're just throwing fucking ladders on top of Alberto Del Rio. That's fucking great. Okay. Using the, uh, fucking Rey Mysterio. Okay, here's the thing I laugh at. When they all got in the ring, right before the bell rang, and then they started the whole demolition derby thing, tell me why. R-Truth had a smaller ladder than Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio had the bigger ladder. I don't know, dude. I just find that funny. I don't know. For real. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, look at this shit. Oh! They have the same size ladder. God, this is brutal. Oh! Barreling them over is Jack Swagger. Now, oh lord, have you seen an episode of AEW? I've seen a little bit of Dynamite, but other than that, not much. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Just a little bit of it. What do you think? Like, what do I think of the whole thing? Like, yeah. the company and everything? Yeah. I dig it. Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go down the line. See, that's me, but I'm not... I can't. It's too many It's too many flips and tricks for my liking. And right now, as far as I, as far as I know, there is no storyline going... Besides Jericho and uh, Cody, I think no. No, Cody isn't. 
Cody isn't in a feud with uh, Jericho anymore. He he set. Oh, okay, right in the little Jimmy's. <laughs> he probably just lost. Cody his before years. Full Gear said that if he loses to Jericho, he's never challenging for the AW Championship again. So he's not able to do that. It's just, I guess, it's all right. Gives more people an opportunity to. Um, what is it? For the championship. Right. But honestly, I don't think right now, as far as I know, there isn't a main storyline for the belt. I really don't. I said what I said on the first episode, on the debut episode. <laughs> I'm interested in seeing where Dynamo, where AEW is going. They're going to be doing four pay-per-views a year, from what I have read. Yeah, I'm alright with that. I don't need them spending buku bucks on a pay-per-view every month. Establish right. some story. Establish some storylines. Jesus Christ. I think establish some storylines and then you know, get to your big shows. I think they're just such a young company. They're just tr- still trying to find their path. I guess you would say. Yeah. But it's interesting. But it's going to be interesting to see where they go down the line as time as time moves on. Right. My my thing is this. Is when you have a credit, if you give AW any criticism, the diehard fans come out of nowhere and go like, "Well, well, the well, they're doing this and this and this. I love AEW," and they just defend the shit out of it. And I'm like, dude, I'm allowed to criticize something that I just don't like at this present point. Say, geez, mom, you gotta give me some fucking French onion dip. Oh, is that what he has? Us yes. <laughs> yeah, chips. Again, more of the high flying. Holy shit! There's Evan Bourne with a shooting star press or a moon salt, whatever. Shooting the fuck star it is. press, you got. Evan Bourne gla- grabbing the tallest ladder. Of course, he's not gonna win this. Um, Alberto Del Rio is gonna win the men's money. The men's money in the bank. What the fuck? <laughs> the raw money in the bank ladder match. But yeah, dude. Um, oh, here we go with another lag spike. Oh, wait. I think it just went away. Okay, guys. Hold on. We are currently experiencing some buffering on our end. Give us one second. All right, and we are back at 1 hour 15 minutes and 55 seconds. The Miz just fell off the ladder. We apologize for that buffering. Um... AT, my internet service provider, AT&T, is really shitty. Good lord, people are getting injured left and right right now. He fell right on... Oh my... Oh lord... Oh lord. That will ruin his weekend. Ooh. Fell very awkwardly on his knee. He's getting... Look, the Miz is the person we were talking about. The Miz is... Another stretcher? Jeez. <laughs> Oh 
my god. And just to think. Ah! What? Alright, we're back at 1 hour, 17 minutes, and 34 seconds. We apologize. Uh, my son was messing with a couple of things and ended up stopping, a, stopping the recording. So we are at 1 hour, 17 minutes, and 34 seconds. So in 3, 2, 1, press play. Alright, so again, we're seeing Evan Bourne climb up to try to get the Money in the Bank briefcase. He's going to get sucker punched by Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is going to get clawed by Alberto Del Rio. Oh, boy. Wasn't there another person? In the oh, yeah, the Miz is out. Holy crap. Jack Swagger comes in and is knocking heads loose. Okay. Again, this Money in the Bank briefcase is a chance for the WWE Championship. Kofi leaping. Oh, my God. Still trying to get that Money in the Bank briefcase. I'm currently being fat. Currently reaching for chips. Hot chips, dude. Hot chips, bro. Ooh, he's got the ankle lock on him. Alex Riley comes from out of fucking nowhere, tries to grab the briefcase. Oh, Lord. <clears throat> so, I'm going to tell you guys right now that if you go to Walmart and you find these chips that are lightly seasoned or salted, lightly seasoned. scorching hot tortilla chips, they ain't fucking around. For real. Jesus Christ. They're so hot, but they're so good. I mean, goddamn, you eat at least maybe... Are you watching? Theodore has now joined the booth. Can you, do you want to say anything? Do you want to say fucking mint? I just realized he was sitting right next to us. I didn't even realize. You want to say fucking mint? Okay. <laughs> Quiet. I get it. Oh my god. Rey Mysterio has... No, Rey Mysterio. Okay. R-Truth had Rey Mysterio... Jesus. Oh my god. He's not going to try this, is he? Oh. The boom drop. Or whatever the fuck it was called. Again, this is Kofi Kingston before the WWE Championship title reign of last past summer. Yeah, this past summer, yep. For Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yep, unfortunately. I think... Boom! Of, I think some of the... Well, obviously, some of the greatest uh, ladder matches I've ever seen are the ones that took place at uh, uh, SummerSlam 2002 and WrestleMania 16... No, we'll have to check. Right. So this is WrestleMania 16 one, the Edge, Edging versus the Hardy Boys and the Dudleys. Yes, it is. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. We'll have to watch just that match. Oh, Lord. 
lot of athleticism. That was a botch, Chartreuse. Come on. All right, again, uh, again, a time code for you guys is one hour, 21 minutes, and 10, 11, 12 seconds. Oh, a 619 on R-Truth. Hey, can you not? Be nice. Again, you know, in this match, I honestly wasn't really rooting for anybody in particular. I wasn't really developing a fandom of anybody in this match. Um, I honestly thought the Miz was going to win it by how they were, how they were portraying him as one of the hate, most hated guys out there. Um, I could see at the time Rey Mysterio getting it, maybe Evan Bourne. Honestly, I gotta tell you, I just think that there's just way too many fucking bodies in this match to begin with. But yeah. Yeah, again, most of these people in this match, like Alex Riley, Jack, even in the company anymore. You want to know what everybody in this ring is doing right now? Rey Mysterio just challenged Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship unsuccessfully at Survivor Series. Kofi Kingston back doing his regular shtick with the New Day. Okay, Jack, watch the tights there, bud. I don't think somebody wanted to get a face full of ass. <laughs> goddamn, goddamn ladder, this goddamn ladder. Uh, money in the bank briefcase. This is a cluster. Like what? Like what? And this is what the WWE writers get paid to do. This is dumb. Well, and there goes Del Rio uh, face first on a ladder. I'm really kind of curious to see how he's about to win this goddamn match with everybody throwing his ass off the ladder. Alex Riley, again, not meant for this world. Oh, oh my god. Oh, Lord have mercy. Ooh. He's dead. Yep, gotta be dead. His knee definitely is. Gotta be dead. You know, and the unfortunate thing about taking bumps like that, Josh, is they're going to catch up to him. No, yeah. They're going to really catch up to him, and his knees are going to be out. They're going to be weak. His arms are going to be heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. On spaghetti. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, so another elephant in the room, or do you just want to leave that as a uh, off-microphone conversation? Okay, so we all know, we, okay, so, so folks, we all know this one person that's always looking for a job, right? Always looking for a job. Well, we are not immune to that. We had a couple people contact, contact us about getting a job. I'm going to say, oh. So this week, we were contacted by two friends, Derek and Ishmael. Now, I'll start first, and then you can go into your little thing. Uh -huh. Now, I had worked with Derek and Ishmael before at a previous job. I'm not going to name names. And, this per and these two people kind of fucked me over. I put in a good word for them and said, hey, I think that they're really good hard workers. 
got to really just kind of get a couple of uh you got to get one specifically to get moving um so this per these two people get hired at this job one of them quits a day not even halfway through the shift so i'm already pissed uh, and then the other one kind of just gets let go. Which brings my reputation of find, trying to find hard workers down a little bit. So this person, I mean these two people really kind of fucked me over a little bit. So they contact me again and say, hey, uh, is your job hiring? And I say, yeah, we're having open interviews. When? And I said, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I just found out that they were having open interviews today. I'm pretty sure if you would drive out there, the door should be open and you will and you can um what is it? You can go in for an open interview. And then I started thinking, do I really want to work with these two people again? Because they both kind of fucked me over on jobs. I mean, and at, with reputations on finding good people no I don't I don't I really don't now one of these people is really emotionally damaged he called himself an emotionally toxic person yeah yeah good old Ishmael good old Ishmael Good old Ishmael. Um, I mean, I, I don't really have a whole lot to say. Ishmael sucks balls. Okay. And that would be Amber's input. Yeah, that would be Amber's input. Um, and also, I forgot to mention, guys, we are currently paused right now. I, I apologize. Um, I should have hit the play button. We are at 1 minute 24.41. Again, I apologize. I know that this episode is going to run a little longer than the pay-per-view actually is. So, again, I apologize. So, let's press play at 3, 2, 1. So, again, the time code is 1 hour, 24 minutes, and 45 seconds. I And, again, I apologize for all the hiccups. That That's really my fault. But The Miz comes back limping and tries to get the money in the bank briefcase. Oh, Oh, he really should not be in the ring right now. Really shouldn't. But, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you, and you can speak your piece. Okay. Okay, with the whole Derek and Ishmael thing. Derek, I don't know too well, but other than that, other than that, Ishmael... Well, Ishmael contacted myself a while back, a while back, about getting a job, and I tried to settle something with him, and I didn't feel like it would be a good idea, knowing Ishmael's previous history and just knowing how the how Ishmael is, and. After basically, I told Ishmael no that I couldn't do it because I just I I didn't I didn't like it. And I didn't think it would.
pan out that well for me if I was to follow through with getting him in where I was at. But uh, about a week passes, and I come to find out that Ishmael is hitting Aaron up for another job. And apparently he is still trying to hit Aaron up. And Aaron knows what it used to, what happened to him, you know, what happened between them last year. And I just didn't, I didn't particularly care for that. Because I felt like, you know, he hit me up first for it. And then he just, when he found out that it wasn't going to work out with me, he just tried to go on to Aaron. So basically I just felt like he was using, using us for his own personal... Ishmael, I don't have too much to say on Ishmael, you know, he's he's the way he is, and I can't change that, Aaron can't, Aaron can't change that, unfortunately, he's just, it's just, a, it is what it is situation, Ishmael's just not a good person. Oh, boy, I just came back to see Alberto Del Rio win the Money in the Bank briefcase, look at that, change the subject. Oh, yeah, Ishmael's been very disrespectful as well to to my fiancé, so there's that as well. Okay, somebody touched something. Somebody has touched something. So, yeah, there's, there's that as well. We just saw Alberto, again, a replay of Alberto de Rio. Boy, we're about to... What the fuck? Do you see that shit? Fucking botch. Our truth is... is oh my god. Car crash of a ladder match. Here's Rey Mysterio. He's about to... He ripped off the mask? Oh my god. Ripped off the mask and is one step closer to achieving his destiny. By the way, that's the whole, that's his storyline going forward. Oh, and man, look at all the people leaving in droves with kids. They are not ready for what they're about to see later on. And they're just like, fuck it, let's go order it on pay per view and spend another $60. I just watched my son just I don't I don't even know. What the fuck was that? What are you doing? Uh, Fucking mint. Fucking mint. Good job. Yeah, good Fucking job. Good. <laughs> Fucking mint. I've been trying to get him to say that. Alright, so next. Such a bad oh look at that. It's CFD Chicago the fire department. Not Chicago, but that's probably more New York. But we see again the beautiful city of Chicago at night. On a oh, welcome back to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Michael Cole. Right next to me is Jerry Lawler. That's Booker T. Booker, I gotta tell you, 
Of course, it's Michael Cole. Yep, yep. My name's Michael Cole. I'm big, ba big bad douchebag. And here we go. Randy Orton versus Christian. He's on his. I need one more match, Tyree. By the way, Run the re the referee didn't see that my leg was on under the rope. Bullshit. So he does that. He. This is this is Christian's like sixth one more match to be a world heavyweight champion. And the sti I believe the stipulation in this match was if Randy got disqualified. Um, now. Oh, an RKO. Oh, still one of my favorite moves. Oh, there it is. The foot under the rope. Foot under the rope, and Randy Orton retains the World Heavyweight Championship. There he is on SmackDown, talking down to Teddy Long. Sup, player? Dude, I had to fucking laugh when I watched these back. Because every time there was a main event, he'd be like, Okay, okay, okay. Christian, Randy Orton, you guys are going to be in a tag match. Tag match central for fucking SmackDown, my dude. This is a contract for my World Heavyweight Championship match at Money in the Bank. Again, I missed that. I missed that fucking title. Oh my god, where do they find these lawyers? Lawyers are us. What if Randy gets disqualified? I believe the stipulation here is if Randy gets disqualified or any referee stoppage, he is going to be the world heavyweight champion once again. If you're gonna sit, come sit. You don't gotta yell. So, yeah. Um, again, we, I didn't really focus too much on SmackDown because this is kind of the, um, oh, this is where we're going over. Randy's pretty much beating Christian with an RKO. He's going to do it again. So, yeah, this was the main story going on in SmackDown. If you can remember anything from this era. Uh, well... I basically just remember Christian literally throwing a fit every week. week bitching after week. and moaning. Bitching and moaning. moaning. Constantly, all the time. And then I just... I, I, don't, I don't really remember how he went out exactly. But I just remember him doing the whole one more match gimmick. And being the whole last guest for Christian's career. Hence why he's not in the company. Because basically he just turned to garbage. Alright, so we come back. I, I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I had... Oh, goddamn, he got lacerated. Look at those, look at those slashes on his peck. <laughs> Pretty much saying, it's a my destiny to be the WWE champion. Um, that might be true. We don't know. But... There is a huge but. You'll see later. He is now Mr. Money in the Bank. Blah 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 blah. Hey, Josh Matthews, you guys, you want to come with me to Impact Wrestling and? 
tear up that territory while we're at it? Yeah, good idea. Alright, so here we are. This... Oh boy. This is one of the, um... God damn, look at that old-ass fucking logo. <laughs> God, I missed that. That old SmackDown Championship logo. So this match is going to go about what? I don't know. More than tw about 24 minutes. We're going to get into the main event. So we're almost done with this show, ladies and gentlemen. Um... But yeah, again, we know, I know that this has been a really long show. We're trying to keep it as entertaining as ever. Christian here. <laughs> oh boy, the kill switch. I'm also called the unprettier. I wish it would have been kept the unprettier instead of the kill switch. How is that legal? How, how is that, how is that, why was that allowed? Whoever the hell came up with this? Whoever came up with that, uh, uh, Peeps, the Welcome to the Peep Show with a rated R thing on it. Good shit. You know, honestly, I was a fan, I was a fan of Christian being the World Heavyweight Champion, but I think he kind of, I don't know for whatever reason, didn't hold it for a very long time. Now, it would go on to to be revealed that Vince just didn't like Christian's face. and went Literally. Literally did not like Christian's face. And wanted to put a blue dot over his face every time that he would come on the screen. Make that two of us. What? I don't like his face either. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, I gotta tell you. At this time, I was a fan. I was a fan of Randy Orton as well, but I just wanted to see um, Christian be the World Heavyweight Champion again. Ugh. Again, I, I definitely think that this is going to probably end with an RKO with one, two, three, or Christian's going to beat Randy. I don't know, but just remember, it doesn't matter how bad these people, be these two men, beat each other up. Daniel Bryan could cash in at any moment. Yep, indeed. Oh, boy. I'll tell you, in the eight years, and it's been eight years since this pay-per-view, Randy Orton hasn't aged a day. Has hasn't not aged a day. Hasn't changed a day. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Damn, I miss I miss the creativity of the signs. I really yeah. do. I really do. I don't know why the signs just kind of stopped disappearing or what. But I I don't know if it's just WWE being strict on what gets brought in the buildings now or what. But man, I miss signs. Yeah, that are probably because WWE is too focused on Twitter and what's trending. That too. This, this is honestly, I think... Eh, no. Twitter's just now becoming a thing, I do believe. Mm-hmm. And the IG. 
Oh, yeah. Instagram, too. Facebook's being a thing. Uh, and I gotta tell you this. I gotta tell you this, Josh. I think the internet has ruined wrestling for me. There's nothing that is that can be a surprise anymore. Like I found, I was scrolling Facebook last night, and that's how I found out that Sheamus changed his look. Literally the same thing. I was scrolling through YouTube last night, and I seen his return video that WWE posted on their YouTube channel. And yeah, it's ridi- it's ridiculous that you can't avoid shit like that anymore. Yeah. And the thing, like, I, I I completely agree with you on the whole internet has destroyed wrestling. I mean, think about it. When you go back and watch the old Attitude Era stuff, how amazing that was compared to today's stuff. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Some of the Attitude Era shit kinda sucked. Kinda sucked. You're gonna tell yeah. me Mae Young Birth in a Hand was great television? I mean, it was probably funny at the time. But there were some things that as I've went back and watched, I'm like, ooh, that can't fly. Like, all the shit that DX did, like, pulling down their trunks and shit, showing their ass, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Or, uh, can- or uh, Candace Michelle giving Triple H a blowjob underneath the table. What? Okay. Or Mark Henry getting a blowjob from a transvestite. Or Mark Henry and Mae Young sleeping in bed together, topless. That, too. <laughs> or this line. The famous Mark Henry line. Bitch got a penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You well, can't do that nowadays. Or, or how about the infamous celebration on Monday Night Raw? Yep. Yeah. The infamous Lita nip slip. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn. This is a different Randy Orton in this in this year, dude. He is ruthless. Did you know that Christian had a stint in TNA? That's right, he did. Yep. Was Christian Cage for a little bit? Yeah, Christian Cage. That was the name of it. Yep. He's actually. That's how I knew that Christian was a thing. I used to watch Impact, uh, TNA, Impact Wrestling, whatever the fuck you want to call it today. He's actually also in the. If you go back and play the old TNA Impact video game, sixty. He's in that game. I never played that game. Huh? I never played that game. I wanted. I wanted to buy it, but I heard that it was so bad. I bought it years later, and it's trash. Oh, yeah, because you bought it years later. I'm talking like when it when it was first a thing, because I first saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, I need to get this game. Mm-hmm. Bro, chill. Then Booker T had a short stint in TNA. Booker T, nah, I, he didn't have a short stint. I think Christian's was a little shorter. Booker T was there for a handful of years with the main event mafia. Oh, yeah. Sting, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner. <laughs> Punt him in the head. Punt him in the head. Holy shit, he would have punted him in the head. God damn. 
What the fuck was that, Christian? Okay, here, here's something we could talk about. Who's, who did the spear better? Goldberg, Edge, Christian, Big Show, Roman Reigns. Ooh. In order. I gotta go with Edge number one. Okay. And then, ah. who else was it? Edge, Goldberg, Christian, Big Show, and Roman Reigns. Edge number one, Goldberg two. Well, just go off a of popular opinion. I know. I'm going to go with Edge 1, Goldberg 2, Roman 3, Christian 4, Big Show 5. Yep. I would put the Big Show at least definitely at the bottom. I think Goldberg, for the time, his spear was unstoppable. But I I think Edge had the best one because of the Mm buildup. Then it's Roman. Yeah, I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Then it's Goldberg, because I just think Goldberg is one of the most overrated pieces of trash I've ever seen. I cannot watch a fucking Goldberg match, dude. I can't, because I know what happens. I know what happens. Jack Ni- Jackknife. Not Jackknife. Uh, what the fuck was his fucking finish? Power, like a Jackknife powerbomb? No, that's Kevin Ash. Um, somebody right now is yelling. Yelling out their iPod right now and saying, Ah, it's this! It's this! Jackhammer. Yeah, Jackhammer. Jack that's it. The jackhammer and then a spear. Oh, that's thanks to the streak that you knew it was going to happen. <laughs> no, I just, I just think that that, I just think that Goldberg is one of the most overrated pieces of shit ever. Right. Uh, and then Chris, because he kind of did it like Edge, wasn't his own. And Big Show Five, just because Big Show was just throwing his. Yeah, true. Talk about Roman Reigns. What are your thoughts? You like him? You hate him? Or you just not give a shit? Uh, I mean, when he was in the Shield, I liked him. But as a solo, yeah, yeah, I I'm right there with you. I cannot stand Roman right now, and it's not because of popular opinion, folks. No. It's, it's not. not because uh, I'm supposed to hate him because everybody else hates him. It's just because I really loved him in the Shield, and then once they split the Shield up, I just didn't give a shit. I love Seth Rollins now more than I did Roman Reigns. I agree with you on that. And at the time when Seth, when uh, and we're talking over an excellent match between these two. Christian's about to hit the. Oh no! Was it going for the kill switch? And over the top rope. But when Seth Rollins broke up the Shield, I hated the I hated the fucker because I loved the Shield so much, and right. I think this last run that they did before Dean Ambrose became John Moxley in AEW, I think it was bullshit, and I think that WWE was hurting for ratings at the time, and yeah. they just wanted to do something to bring some of those fans back, mm-hmm. and I just I just don't think that that was something that they needed to do exactly. Per se, and I gotta tell you, my first WWE event was, I think, in 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2015, the Raw after Money in the Bank when Dean Ambrose cashed in Money in the Bank that night to win the uh, WWE World Heavyweight Championship. I think it was called. Yeah. Or the Universal Championship. No, it wasn't the Universal Title at the time. 
they only had one 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 main title at one point, and then they brought the universal title. Right. Oh my god, I'm gonna take a line from Michael Cole here. This is oh no, he stepped through the ropes. I was about to be vintage Randy Orton with the uh, second rope DDT. <laughs> oh, imagine if that was a fucking RKO. Jesus. Sorry, Diamond Cutter. Just kidding, it is an RKO. But yeah, I thought I thought that back in 2015, the Dean Ambrose Seth Rollins saga was the greatest shit I had. The, Greatest matches. I don't. I don't care what anybody says. They were really good. Oh yeah. They lived up to the hype. Yeah. Oh. All right. I do believe that's Mike Kyoto in the ring as a referee. By the way, I'm not sure. I don't know. That's uh, yeah, Mike Kyoto. Dude, can you believe that Dusty Rhodes was still alive in this at this time? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy to think. Roddy Piper was still here. Yep. Fucking. Oh, God. Don't mean to depress everybody. But wasn't, wasn't China still alive? China was still alive. China, died. China passed away in 2016. Yep. I think Roddy Piper passed away in... 17? 14. I think 2016 or 14. Because there was a moment... There was a moment there. Oh, Chris, Shades of Chris Benoit with that headbutt. One, two. Kick out. But... There was a time, I think, in 2016 where wrestlers were just dropping like flies. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, I don't have my phone on me. But I do, I do, I believe in 2016 is when they, was when Roddy and Dusty passed. Yeah, I believe you're right. Again, going for an RKO, got caught. Oh, elbow. Oh, here comes Randy. Here comes Randy with the comeback. Oh, almost got him with a scoop slam. He was going with that. He was getting it in with that comeback. Oh, not again. Oh, here comes the kill switch. Got it. Kill switch. All right, let's see if he can get the cover. One, two, th oh. Almost a three. Christian can't fucking believe it. My God. Still thinking he he needs one more match. <laughs> Did you hear that him and Edge stopped uh, stopped doing their podcast, the Edge and Christian Pod of Awesomeness? Yeah, didn't they also stop doing their show? I think that they the might be coming back. I'm not sure. Yeah. I could be wrong there. Cat, get away from my computer. You're not fucking it up again. Oh, Christian is distraught. This is where, this is where, this is a wrestler's worst nightmare. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Here comes the spear. Here we go. Here comes the Christian spear. Yep. See, look, he's doing it just like Edgewood. Hope jumped right over him, shoulder first into the ring post. Oh boy. Nice move. Nice move. But when wrestlers get distraught like that, dude, that's when mistakes are made a lot of the times. People can get injured and all that shit. But I'm not saying Christian was going to injure him or anything, but 
with with my personal experience, even though if it is backyard wrestling, you know that's where you get caught, whether it's storyline or not, you get caught in a bad situation. Oh boy, dude! <laughs> I can just hear the commentary right now. Oh man, look at! I can't do a Booker T like I used to do. Man, look, Randy's hearing voices in his head again. Now Randy's hearing the voices, about to go for a punt kick. Scoop slam! Oh boy, here we go. Randy's gonna hear them voices again, Jerry. He's gonna hear them voices. Oh, here we go. Vintage Orton! Oh, here we go. Vintage Randy Orton, second rope DDT. Right now, our time code is one hour, 51 minutes, and five seconds. Oh, here we go. Setting it up for the RKO. Christian doesn't know what's gonna hit him. RKO. Oh, oh, Christian backed out at the last minute, but Randy is ready to strike like it's a fu Oh, Christian just spit in the Viper's face. Oh no, he spit in his mouth. That wasn't sanitary. Oh, here we go. 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 Randy's gonna get disqualified here. Low blow. Low blow, and I do believe this is where Christian is going to be the world heavyweight champion. Let's listen in here. So yeah, your new world heavyweight champion is Christian after a nut shot by Randy Orton. And Randy Orton is going berserk. This is going to start to set up their match at SummerSlam. And I got to tell you, this was a pay-per-view that I... SummerSlam 2011 was a pay-per-view that I asked my mom to fucking buy. Right. Because I was watching it. I wasn't technically supposed to watch it. I might as well get into that. God damn right off the dome. You know what? I miss those kind of shit. That kind of shit. <laughs> I really do. Hitting people with fucking monitors and shit. God damn. But I might as well get into the get into the story now. I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling from the Attitude Era, like the two that like. I think my first pay per view that my uncle tells me was uh, Bad Blood, nineteen ninety seven. That's the debut of Kane. Um, he said that I was watching that with him, uh, but my mom wouldn't let me watch wrestling, like, ever. So I found it on my own because all my friends at school liked it. First thing that I saw, John Cena getting torn to pieces by the Nexus. And then I, I was just watching it weekly at that point. Oh, an RKO off the Spanish announce table. Christian doesn't know what hit him. God damn. God damn, I really need to see this Randy Orton again on SmackDown, for real. I th think he's on SmackDown right now. Can't remember. I think he is. Look at that fucking clown. <laughs> Literally, there's a there's a dude dressed up as a fucking clown in the audience. Alright, dude, are you ready for this match? Are you ready for the main event? I'm ready. Are, are you, you ready for what you're about to witness? 
I'm ready. Are you ready? Dude, I think... I think I mentioned it when you were on a phone call. But... Um, I watched this paper... I watched at least this match. This next match. Maybe three or four times. Yeah. This will be my first... In a while. Quiet, buddy. So, yeah, this will be my first time in at least maybe a year or two uh, watching this. So, I think everybody's going to be in for a treat. I'm currently trying to get the um, get my Bluetooth speaker charged and ready. I'm trying to get my thing ready here. Oh, boy, he's going to do it again. He's going to destroy Christian. He is going to destroy Christian again. And that he being Randy Orton. Sorry, pronouns, pal. Again, dude, I really need to see this fucking Randy Orton again. For real. Yeah, whatever happened. Poor creative. Pretty much. Did you hear that he was trying to sign with AEW? No, I did. Oh, my God! Uh, apparently, he was trying to get leverage for a new contract with WWE. And was tagging uh, Tony Khan and his father to see if they he could get a deal with uh, AEW. Uh, that's what, I believe that's what I remember. So, the storyline going into SummerSlam is going to be Randy Orton's a lunatic and Christian's in his crosshairs. But, man, th this next match, dude, oh, lord. I'll, I'll give you guys a time code right now. We are at 1 hour, 56 minutes, and 14, 15 seconds. Well. Yeah. We are at 1 hour, 56 minutes, 17 seconds. 18, 19, 20. So, yeah. There, there's the crazy Randy Orton. We're about to see, I believe, an anti-bullying campaign. An anti-bullying campaign. Um, shit. So, yeah, dude. Uh, it's... Oh, boy. I don't think you're ready to witness what you're about to witness. This is what hometown crowds can do to people. Uh, again, you know, medical staff is looking at Christian, making sure he doesn't have a concussion or his nut. Check his nuts. Check his nuts. Make sure that those nuts are okay. Check his nuts. I think he left them in the ring. Oh my god, dude. He just spit on him like... Right in his mouth, too. Fucking Mike Chioda's fucking face like, what? What the fuck? Jesus. Boom! An RKO. There's RKO number one. There's RKO number two. Again, we are at one hour, 57 minutes, 28 seconds. We're watching the spit heard around the world again. That's so nasty, watching somebody spit in slow motion. Like, Vince in the back is like, ha, 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 ha. That was good shit. 
fucking A, man. Jesus Christ. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize that this episode is going. This is this will be the longest bakery podcast we have ever done. Yes, We're, I believe it will. Yeah, well, we've still got the main event to get through. Right. So now you're about to see a be. Is it the be a star? Be a star. Yeah, yeah it's a be a star campaign about bullying. Alicia, uh, Jesus Christ. So yeah. The uh, Creative Coalition and WWE are partnering up to be a star. Don't be a bully, be a star. Learn more at BeAStarAlliance.org. I don't know if that uh, website's active or not. Alright, let's listen in to what fucking Michael Cole's saying. Maybe. Yeah. Maximum volume. Okay, the question is, when we get to Los Angeles, you hear that the crowd? WWE They're fucking hungry, dude. Sam, will it even be in this company anymore? We're gonna find that out coming up next. Because we knew the WWE. WWE, please do not sue me. Ladies and gentlemen, the future of the WWE as we know it is in general. Alright, we're gonna play this promo for you as well. Alright, here we go. The following message is from CM Punk. I wanted his Nexus t-shirt so fucking well. Oh, I know, right? That was his best one of my Do I have everybody's attention? I like the one that had the arrows on it. Yeah. They, they had that on the hoodie. Man, I wish you wouldn't do the broadcast thing and just go back into the company as a four-punch He won't. I know he won't. He won't because... Because in an interview with uh, Colt Cabana, the internet app, the interview that blew up the fucking internet in December of 2014, I believe. Oh, dude, he fucking lit the WWE's ass on fire. So right now, he works for Fox. He doesn't work for WWE with that WWE backstage shit. He works for Fox. I do it exactly like that. 
Dude, I was like, I really want to know what happened. Right. Oh man, hometown boy, CM Punk. Here we are at the main event. Uh, I can't remember if I had that. I used to have that shirt. Yeah, I did. I used to have that shirt. That was a shirt that I asked for for Christmas. Well, one year. Probably the same year that I got Skyrim. Which came out this exact, which came out the same year as this pay per view. 11, um, 11, 11, 11. As you can see, the sign if CM Punk loses, we riot. Classic ECW. If Cena wins, we riot. Classic ECW stuff. I'm also gonna play for you, uh, for the listeners, when John Cena comes out. Typical shit. <laughs> Typical stuff. All right, our time code right now is two hours, seven minutes, and nineteen seconds. Here comes John Cena.
God. Cole Cabana's in the crowd. Man, this is a big fight feel. Now, if you can remember, in the promo, he says, uh, guys like Cole Cabana or something. He goes, hey, Cole Cabana, how you doing? In his, uh, in his promo on July 27th, broke the fourth wall, everything. So, yeah, they're here. And damn. You see that fight for that Cena shirt? Oh, yeah. Right on the lower left corner. God damn. They were, they were going to throw it. it back. They were going to throw it back. But the goddamn John Cena fanboy that had to buy front row tickets had to grab that fucking shirt out of the air. And his stunt double that we commented earlier. Yeah, just that's, held who, up that's a, who has the shirt now. Well, it's the guy that he also just held up a sign that said, Cena, meet Cena. Fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Fucking stupid. Cena fanboys are irritating. Mm-hmm. Even though now, as I look back See? at it, dude... <laughs> Dude, I miss John Cena a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I would miss him as much, but as I went back and watched some of his matches, I've appreciated his fucking work. Mm-hmm. But here, I ain't rooting for him. I'm rooting for fucking CM Punk. Oh, for Just like everybody else in Chicago. Uh, I'm not going to play you the audio of uh, Justin Roberts here. Pretty much hyping up the, the title match. Actually, I will because I absolutely hate how he says John Cena. That was honestly the worst fucking things about Justin Roberts. He'd go, yeah! Like, why do you have to sound like I'm lawnmower to say John? Right? <laughs> what? Why, dude? Why? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Yeah! Justin Roberts, I love you. Please don't hate me. Oh my god, I bet he does that now with fucking John Moxley. He's probably, yeah. he's probably like Moxley. John Moxley! <laughs> probably. I'm not god, Dean. laser focused, ready to go. Let's get it, fuckers! Unless Dean Ambrose has told him to shut the fuck up. Can you stop saying my name like that, please? <laughs> oh. oh boy. Getting those Muay Thai kicks in. Those are some stiff fucking kicks. Hold on, I gotta help Here we go with this main event. Oh, kick. Watch this. Hometown Watch boy. when CM Punk gets Cena into the ropes. Goes to try to kick his head off and Cena ducks like a bitch. That figures. Hey, what? Did you know that John Cena? Did you obviously you know? Did you know that John Cena and Nikki Bella used to date? Oh yeah. Then there was the whole thing on Total Divas on. Fucking no, dude. He asked her to marry her at WrestleMania. Yep. At WrestleMania. 
And then there was the whole contract when she moved in about keeping his place all nice, neat, and tidy, and she had to do these rules and all this shit. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm Total Divas. I like, did not know this. It was like one of the first episodes of Total Divas. Oh, see that shit? I kicked his fucking head off. Ew. Um, ew. Oh my god. Have you seen the fucking memes now of John Cena and his new haircut? Have you seen the Ernest... Ernest movies, like Ernest yeah. Houston oh, Jail yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. Somebody fucking took Cena's picture of him now. I was like, John Cena's looking more and more like Ernest every day. <laughs> hey, why do you have mom's makeup wipes? Thank you. Go get mom your, those wipes. Ooh, trying to... Oh, I thought he was about to get him in the STF. To shut the fuck up. To shut the fuck. Just kidding. I don't know if that's what that means. <laughs> Bro, what? Is, am I the only person that giggles when Jerry Lawler's in a John Cena match says five-knuckle shuffle? <laughs> the five-knuckle shuffle! The five knuckle shuffles! Which also means that John Cena's jerking off. That's that's another name for it, dude. It's code word for it. Code word for jerking off. Dispensing some free literature. <laughs> I heard that one off a of letter kitty, oh dude. It's God. so funny. Oh my god. Distributing distributing free literature. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling calling it now. Calling it that now. I'm distributing free literature. What's up with the fucking juggalos in the background? You see that? They've been distracting the fuck out of me all night. Juggalos. The people with the face paint. Oh, yeah. We do. I do. Now that I look back at this, I do remember this match being a lot of chain mat wrestling. Mm hmm. And as you can see there, that's how they were calling the matches. Yeah. Yeah. I learned this now. Alright, time code for you folks. Is 2 hours, 14 minutes, and 24 seconds. John Cena just got pushed off the ropes, gave a shoulder tackle. Oh, here comes the five moves to Noom. Oh, nope. Hip toss. Drop kick. Oh, by the way, did you notice the woman in the crowd that CM Punk went up and hugged? I do believe that that, is his, that was his mother. I think you're right. Boy. For real, I want. I'm for real. I alluded to this a couple matches ago, but I really want to know how much Vince McMahon pays for an unpainted uh, armored truck so he can paint Money in the Bank on it. Ridiculous. Oh, did you did you also notice the set pieces are giant ladders? Yeah. Good shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, attitude adjustment. Oh, nope, Cena. Oh, go to sleep. Nope, reverse. I remember when they 
quit making the crazy yeah. sets and went to boring yeah. shit. Yeah. Dude, it's trash. What? You're better now. Chill. Please don't wipe your... Alright, so a time code for all of you guys that are still following along. Let's see. Two hours, 15 minutes, 46 seconds, 48, 49, 50 seconds. Right now they're doing the stare down. You know, listen to the crowd. Give it, give it some breathing room. But dude, look at fucking John Cena and tell me he does not look like fucking Ernest. Tell me he does not look like Ernest. Okay, he doesn't look like Ernest. You're an asshole. <laughs> Alright, again again we see CM Punk here stepping and walking a mud hole on John Cena. Again, our time code right now is two sixteen two hours, sixteen minutes, forty one seconds, forty two, a shitty bulldog. And we go back to some mat, bat, and chain wrestling, getting CM Punk tired. Can you chill? Oh, okay. Whatever that means. Oh, boy. Oh, I don't know if it picked it up, but you notice that the things are giant ladders? Oh, yeah. The set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fucking crazy. When you still had exciting sex. Yeah, dude. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Exciting sex. No, I really wanted to see the goddamn fist mm -hmm. on SmackDown again, but no, uh, we get some bland-ass bullshit. Uh, bro, uh, yo, did you ever watch, like, any of the old WCW stuff, like Halloween Havocs? Oh, yeah. Did you see like, what the ring, ring things were? Fucking giant Slim Jim wrappers? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Why can't we have that, WWE? And when they had the big inflatable vampire with the big pumpkin? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why they can't do that? Why is it? Because I'm pretty sure WWE is still paying paying for that sponsorship. Okay. I mean, they're st Slum Jim is still making money. They have to be off of that. They have to be. That was years ago. Streaming stuff now. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, WWE Network. Yeah. Yeah. You know one thing I... Oh. You know one thing What the I, fuck? I don't know. Okay, we're trying to... The damn to, cat keeps... Yeah, the damn cat keeps trying to... Sabotage the recording right now. We've had to do, we've had to sit here for the last three hours trying to... My son is literally trying to tell me what to do. Hey, hey, chill. Okay, so currently we're trying to keep a cat away from away from the laptop that I record on. Oh, nice suplex, Cena. That's the only nice thing you're gonna do. Um, but we were trying to keep the cat away from the laptop because we've been sitting here longer than we really should be uh, messing with technical difficulties thanks to a cat running over my thing. Running over my keyboard. Oh, attitude adjustment. Nope. Oh, kick. DDT. You know one question I always had, though? It's 
son crinkling a bottle. One question I always had, though, was what did they ever do with all the old sets? Whatever became of them? Uh, I believe they are in the WWE warehouse right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My son is now proceeding to throw stuff. Not the cat's just getting into a box. Okay, so I gotta tell you guys something that I tried today. I tried the uh, chicken tenders from Taco Bell. It comes with a creamy chipotle sauce. And I gotta tell you, I was oddly impressed. I was really impressed. Very... How do I say this? The chicken meat... The chicken meat was very juicy. Um, the cre it really goes well with the creamy chipotle sauce, for real. So, I'm not being paid to spon uh, paid sponsorship or ad for Taco Bell, but go try them out. For real, go try them out. You know what I'm really mad about? There's still the anonymous raw general fucking manager podium on a fucking pay per view. What? You know it's hornswoggle. Jesus, yeah, you would find out later at some point that it was fucking hornswoggle underneath the ring with a laptop. With a fucking laptop, dumb as shit. Who? Right on Cena's neck. There's Colt Cabana. There's, I believe that's CM Punk's mom. I don't know who the dude is. Theodore, chill. Mm. Alright, we're going to give you guys another time code here. Uh, two minutes, 21 seconds. Uh, not two minutes, 21 seconds. The fuck? Two hours, 21 minutes, 53 seconds. CM Punk's elbow just went through the turnbuckle. Just went, not through the turnbuckle, through the ring post. John Cena currently groggy, getting up. I think this is where he went for the attitude adjustment. I, I can't remember. I accidentally hit a... Oh, nope. It's pushed back. There's a clothesline. Eat that, eat that clothesline, bitch. Eat that, eat that clothesline, bitch. Not seeing Puck will go for a cover. One, two. Again, making Cena use all of his strength. Discussion. Uh, we have something else to discuss, don't we? We have something else to discuss, don't we? BBB. Black Veil Brides. And how they're now classified as glam metal. For some dumb reason. I classify Black Veil Brides as metal. Heavy metal. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, heavy metal. Not metalcore, not death metal, not whatever, all this other dumb shit. Oh, that was a bad fucking de- uh, crossbody. <laughs> so, you probably know more about this than I do. What, what's with this? Did the bassist quit? Did he get fired? Okay. Uh, well, about a month ago, or yeah, about a month ago, uh, Ashley Purdy, the bass player, one of the original founding members of. Black O'Brides. Uh, Black O'Brides announced that he was quitting the band. He, yeah. he quit the group, and basically that led everyone to believe who the egotistical maniac was of the group, because after, after that happened, you know, he got in trouble with the DUI in Tennessee, and then he OD'd in a hotel in Kansas City. Now, I didn't ever, I didn't hear about the OD in Kansas City. I, I read about the... DUI in Tennessee. So tell me about that. If what you know about the DUI. DUI. Actually, let me look that up. Cause I yeah, look that up. I'll, I'll talk. A suplex to the outside. You really don't see that. I don't really see that much nowadays. I guess it's more for fucking safety reasons, obviously. <laughs> Um, again, Cena's got, Cena went for a cover, he only got a two. Hey, 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 shh, Well, if you're not going to be quiet, you need to go in there. Where's your bottle? Where's your bottle? Where's your cup? And Josh is looking up something. I think he found something. Okay, apparently the story goes with the whole Ashley Purdy DUI thing. About two two weeks after he announced he quit Blackville Brides, he got arrested in Nashville for a DUI for urinating in a cop car. Boy. Told me to go to rehab, but I said no, no, no. <laughs> Jesus, that guy's a fucking mud. <laughs> You're, God damn, how do you have to be so drunk? You gotta be so drunk to and have the biggest balls on the plant, face the planet, to piss in a cop car. <laughs> to piss in a cop car. And apparently he was found unresponsive in a vehicle in in Nashville. Jesus. After receiving the DUI. What? So thank God they got rid of him because I couldn't stand him. Alright, currently if we sound like we're far away from the mic, we've been sitting for a while, so we're stretching. Uh, Just like John Cena's stretching CM Punk here at... Two hours, 27 minutes, 25, 27, 28, 29, now 30 seconds. 
was just like chasing the stand up with a dude in front of her. <laughs> he does though. Dude, John Cena is the only guy that can make jean shorts look cool. And wearing them. Ooh, double clothesline. Can you stop? You're being obnoxiously loud. And CM Punk is a sponsor for Pepsi, as you can see. Um, I think he got a Pepsi tattoo. I think he just looked, I think it was just because he liked the fucking Pepsi. Yeah, I think so too. Pro. feel good. Oh no, not the f not the five knuckle shuffle and the distribute the distribution of free literature. Kiss my f Oh! Got him right on the fucking dome piece. Going to push him out of the ring. Here comes a suicide dive right into the uh, security barricade. High-fiving his mom. Good shit. Have you noticed that they've only went to that side of the ring? Like that side of the audience? They haven't gone to the other side? Or any of the other four corners? Oh, well, or three corners. Did you know that CM Punk wrote his own fucking comic book? Really? Mm-hmm. I think it was with Marvel. I don't know that. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. Where's that fucking cat? Behind you. No, there's another one. It's eating. Mom, you here? I apologize, our cat's like eating some food. Irritated. Oh no, not the, not the, not the, you can't be me. Here we go, here we go. Five knuckle blupple. Team Punk gets up. Here comes Alcohols Anonymous. The AA. The AA. Oh, right on his ass. Kicks him in the dick. Kicks him right in the jaw. Sweeps him. One, two. Not quite. Careful that cat. Oh, boy. So, yeah, here I believe here in a little bit, you're going to see something that's, that's going to signify the end. Oh, here we go. For the go to sleep. 
Nope, never mind. Reverse. Gut rinse suplex, I believe that's what that's called. I don't yeah, fucking you, know. You One, two. CM Punk kicks out at two. God damn. Imagine if Earl Hebner was refereeing this match. It'd be the, the Chicago screw job. No shit. Yeah. I gotta fucking watch. I gotta have you watch that too. Uh -huh. Oh, here comes Cena setting it up. Setting up the AA. The Alcohol's Anonymous. The most yep. basic move. Oh, high knee. Another high knee right to the fucking steel jaw. There's a proper bulldog, Cena, you fuck. Oh, man, is he about to do... Oh, my God, I haven't seen this in forever. Oh, the, the elbow. The fucking elbow. No, nope. Oh, yes. Not... It wasn't the elbow. Uh, Cena kicking out at two again. My lord, look at that fucking knee, dude. Bam! Oh, right in the mouth. Right in the kisser. I, I just still can't believe that fucking Ashley... Is that what his name is? Ashley Purdy. Ashley Purdy? Mm -hmm. That's his real legit name. Okay. Ashley well, I Purdy. can't believe Ashley Purdy got drunk enough to fucking... Uh, <laughs> pissing a pissing a cock car if he would have just stayed straight edge he wouldn't have had that fucking problem no shit <laughs> oh missed the kick oh man we're about to go for an STF CM Punk trying to claw, claw his way to the ropes it's not gonna happen oh boy um, we're going to give you a time code here. This is 2 hours, 33 minutes, and 58 seconds. Now 34 minutes into this pay-per-view. And again, guys, we are literally sitting here watching this. So I... I you know what? I ain't even going to apologize. I love that this podcast is just so uncut and uncensored, and I'm not going to edit any of this shit out. <laughs> Even the comment I made about Daniel Bryan's baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna edit out that. I'm not gonna go look for that fucking comment. Not gonna find that comment. Oh, kick to the doom. <laughs> what the fuck was that fucking cameraman doing? Like, oh, do you see that? The fucking cameraman was like, whoa. Cena looking like he's out of gas. I just look like motherfucker. No oh, man, CM Punk getting on the top turnbuckle again. High risk, high high risk maneuver. Nice crossbody, but Cena is able to power through it. Oh, here comes the fucking AA. 
Nope. Go to sleep. Fine. Oh, no. STF. STF. He almost got it. Reversed into an STF. Here we go. CM Punk muscling his way here. Dude, Michael Cole's probably come on fucking ham sandwich. Listen to this. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking going nuts, dude. Oh my god. It, yeah, it's only a matter of time, Michael Cole. If you guys are watching this, pay attention to Michael Cole, dude. He's adjusting his chair. He's going fucking absolutely insane in the membrane. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, CM Punk now has the Anaconda Vice locked in. I haven't seen that in a long time. I think there's somebody in AEW using it right now if I'm mistaken oh still got the Anaconda Vice dude he has won so many championships with that did you know he was a former Intercontinental Champion I didn't I didn't yeah. I think the only title CM Punk did not get to capture was the United States Championship did he get the tag yeah he got it with Kofi Kingston one, two, oh, two and three fucking quarters. The crowd absolutely going insane. They're ready for this. Look at them, dude. They are ready to riot. <laughs> Again, here comes another time code for you guys. We are at two hours, 37 minutes. And 42 seconds, now 43. Again, you're going to see CM Punk. It looks like he's going to be on his last legs. Maybe he just doesn't have enough strength to muscle out of another John Cena. John Cena finish. Oh, boy. John Cena going to the top rope. Not something you see every day. Jesus. Why? Cena, why? Why are you going on the top rope? Again, John Cena probably going to go try to do a, a, a shitty leg drop. No, what was that? <laughs> I mean, a kind of a poop shit power bomb. It wasn't even in the right position. It wasn't even right in the right position. Ridiculous. Trying to do some dumb shit. You can see right here, CM Punk, he's wanting this championship. He's wanting to fulfill... This destiny, he know. Yep, finish it. Put him to sleep. I don't know if he's gonna have the strength to do it. Oh, got him up for the attitude adjustment, barely. But and Cena's gonna hang on the fucking ropes, pussy. God damn. Why? Why are you about to do a Hogan leg drop? <laughs> uh, uh. One, two, oh! 
damn. John Cena just looking at the ground like, what the fuck do I have to do to put this man away? Oh, boy. There's a CM Punk shirt that I believe he had in ECW that I really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think it was uh, the one with the fucking card on it. I can't remember I can't remember what it is, but I know he's got a tattoo or something of it. Got anything? I say I remember the T shirt he had with um his uh, I don't remember if it was like his face or the X's on like his this uh-huh. like his wrist but I remember the shirt he had with the uh, the one that I really wanted was the black shirt he had with the uh, the uh, ice cream pop oh my god yeah that was a, that was a good one yeah John Cena thought he got a three count, but the referee's like, nope, John, sorry, I got a two. This referee calling it down the middle. Now, again, you're about to see something that's really going to signify the end, I do believe. We are at two hours, 41 minutes, and 13, 14, 15 seconds. John Cena just pushed CM Punk to the ropes. CM Punk looks like he's... Fucking guest. Good lord. What is he going for? I don't know. I think they're just so fucking exhausted right now. Yeah. Sidewalk slam? What are we doing? Not a super attitude adjustment. No. Oh, got him with them elbows. Oh, I think he's he going to try to go for a hurricane right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a hurricane Rana, I do believe. Oh boy, here we go. Coming down to the home stretch. Also, guys, I, I, there it is, there it is. The go to sleep. Oh no, John Cena's great fucking veteran ring presence, and he slides out of the fucking ring. And CM Punk botched his chance. In order for John, for CM Punk to win the WWE Championship, John Cena has to get back into that ring. Has to get back into that ring. CM Punk rolls John Cena back into the ring. Center of the ring, but can... So, oh boy, fucking Vince McMahon.
Mr. McMahon realizing the severity of this situation. Well, watching it firsthand, I guess. I mean, this is Mr. McMahon's entire legacy on the line here. CM Punk in trouble. John Cena, STF again. Oh my god, he tried to get the fucking ring bell and jo John Cena decks John Laurinaitis. Try to pull the screw job on him. Try to pull the screw job and Cena's like, nope, I want to win the right way. Let's listen. WWE Champion CM Punk. But we're not done, ladies and gentlemen. There are going to be some fucking shenanigans. As Vince look, looks in disbelief, and yeah, what else can disbelief. I do to fuck him? Ladies and gentlemen, CM Punk is your WWE Champion.
takes the belt and runs away with it. Vince McMahon looks in disbelief and distraught. Oh, Lord, dude. Alright, so this pay-per-view was almost three hours long. Um, well, you know what they do after this? What's that? They have a tournament to find out who's going to be the undisputed WWE champion. Mm -hmm. uh, I Does think it was Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio won it, and then he had to face John Cena an hour later or some some shit like that. And John Cena, yeah, the same night. Then John Cena wins it again, and then CM Punk will come out setting up their WWE Championship versus WWE Championship ladder, not ladder match, match at SummerSlam 2011. Mm -hmm. Well, indeed. I've got nothing left. I don't even think playing a song is worth it at this point. We're going almost three hours and ten minutes. <laughs> Josh, thank you for coming on. We'll do this with a shorter episode, maybe an episode of Monday Nitro or some something like that, but something shorter. Alrighty. Alright, guys, that has been Money in the Bank 2011. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna have a play out song. What do you want? What do I want? Um How about a BVB song? Sure. Do you like one? The uh no, I don't have one right off the top of my head. I'm gone. Okay, how about uh Art of Fire? Alright, that's fine. Alright guys. That's it. The bakery is now closed. <laughs>